So, Megan and I forgot to record an intro for this episode, but it's fine. Um, I'm at my house right now. My girlfriend's trying to sleep. But uh, episode 62, we continue uh, where we left off the last episode, which was our first episode in three years. We didn't do the podcast. I never thought we would do it again, but we did it. Last week was the first one in three years. We had a lot of catching up to do. It had been three years. We didn't talk for years, so we were just catching up. And this continues that catch-up. Um, we talk more about the passing of Megan's dad and how she's been dealing with that grief the past year. Uh, you know, it gets heavy, but we laugh. It's a lot of emotions in this episode. I really like it. I hope you do, too. Um, and that's it. Let's get to it. Episode 62 of We Don't Bang starts now. Like a real tight puss. What is? The microphone attachment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we shouldn't, we can't start it with talking about t- puss. <laughs> we absolutely, oh, yeah, if anyone absolutely. can start a podcast talking about tight puss, <laughs> it's, it's us. this? Yeah. Oh my God. I have a list of I things have... to talk about. I mean, there's just, there's a lot. I have a list too, but it's on my phone that's currently being used to record video. Okay. That we probably won't even use. Right. That's okay. <laughs> but maybe we will. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. So until then, we only have my notes. Yeah. Well, that's fine. It's probably more. Wow. Well, so I have. It's like a novel. Yeah. So I have some notes of like just things that um, came to mind. We were talking about earlier today that like um, the past three years that we haven't been podcasting or haven't been doing comedy. Like I, I, I stopped keeping like notes when like my whole life I've always kept notes. Like trying to come up with observations for bits or for podcasts. Or, yeah. Yeah. Like anytime something comes up, like it's like literally like today, let's do one example. All right. Let's do an example. That All right, let's do an example. Let's do an example. Uh, oh, my horn doesn't work. My my car horn, <laughs> my car horn has, is forcing me to control my road rage because so my car horn stopped working maybe a year ago. See, I didn't know you had the the, the to control road rage. That that really is the bit. That's the bit. I thought literally you were just making an observation that you need to go to the mechanics. The car horn doesn't work. Oh, well, that's in my to-do list. Oh, okay. So, so there's yeah, a to-do if, list and a bit list. All right, right, keep going. So this is like if there's something I want to expand upon. Got it. Or whatever. So yeah, today it hit me because some fucking motherfucker Ooh. yeah was it um <laughs> there was a so much time to make a left so much time yeah and he was clearly like caught up because it was it wasn't it couldn't have been a choice if it was a choice then that is so fucking annoying he had to have been looking at his phone or whatever didn't notice that he had this giant chunk of time to make the fucking left yeah and i went to honk my horn not to be an asshole but just to kind of Hey, buddy. Like I was gonna oh, you're going to do a little deep I was going to do a little light one. I'll know you do too. I never do too. Uh, a DD? A DD feels like a tap. It does feel like It feels like a tap. <laughs> like, uh, just so they know, like, the... Uh, yeah. Do you think uh, that's uh, clearer than just a... Like, well, I don't one. know if they're going to hear the... Uh, yeah, it's it's confusing. I wish they had two different horns, like a polite yeah. one and a fuck you, you right. one. Yeah. Yes. I think the TT is, <laughs> <laughs> is the move. It feels like a tap. It feels like a tap. Yeah. Well, and even after that, I'll wave out like that was just being friendly. Ah, well, if I or if I pass him just to let him know I wasn't oh. aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Just like a hey. Yeah. A so wave. what happened? 
Well, so he didn't make the left. So I went, I went to honk my horn, and I was like, "Oh right, God, this is something I still." It doesn't do. work at all, or it's at just all. Lacking. So not only it, it, it's helping me with my road rage, but it's also very dangerous. Is it helping you though? Because I feel like that honk would help you get out that uh, rage right. inside of you, and if you don't get the honk. Then the honk is still within you. Then I start screaming. You. Yeah. Then I start screaming. Right. But at least I'm not affecting others. Right. It's just all me. <laughs> right. It's all for me. And then I'm like, and then I have that second by myself to be like, that was irrational and unnecessary. The horn doesn't work. You just open the window, stick your head out, Ace Ventura style, and just start screaming at them. Well, so since the horn hasn't worked, <laughs> um, at night I'll flash my lights. Oh, I thought you were going to flash your tits. Oh, <laughs> at night I'll flash my tits. At night I'll flash my tits. They got to move, you flash right. your tits. And then, right, exactly. It's very, like, it's a, it's not a bad thing at all. Yeah. So, yeah, night I'll flash the lights. Even lights is a DT. It's a, no, lights is a DT. And actually thinking about it now, yeah, I could do DT lights in day. Would you, you still see it? in this Florida sunlight. You're not going to notice. Right. Well, that's yeah. been my rationale. Anyway, so, so yeah, so that was the note. Wow. So let's see. Yeah. We got four minutes of material minutes from that nice that. high five. Right. And, and how many notes do you have? A, a lot of them. So that could be the whole thing. And we could literally just do all of my notes. Well, we can go, we'll go back to the notes. <laughs> I had, did I have something else to say about the horn honking? Horn honking. He made a left. Um, oh, I was just going to point out. Have you noticed uh, between California and Florida how different left hand turn, like, in California, the left-hand turn is so important. Like when it's a yellow, like a yellow going into a red, yeah. that means two, possibly three cars can make that left. Yes. And you really have to abide by the yellow slowdown in California because those left turns are coming. It's the only way they can get on the road. Where with some place like Florida where there's not as many So wait, cars, is it because there's so many pedestrians? There's just so many cars that if you don't abide by the slowdown at a yellow so the lefts can go left, it's the, the left is never going to go left. It's the epitome of why we have rules for right. driving. Right, but it's just a way different thing. Like, to me, yellow light in California always meant two, possibly three cars can go left, and it's nothing like that here. But it's also, like, I feel like it's so dependent on, like, what streets. Like, yeah. there's a couple streets. They're, like... What was it? Sunset turning left onto Hillhurst in Los Feliz. Longest light ever. Yeah. Like if I got if I got that yellow and stopped for the red, I had a good 10 minutes. Right. Let's just talk about our least favorite intersections. Yeah. I lived. <laughs> you started it. I lived on Hollywood and Highland. Yeah. Which was chaos. Oh, my God. I Chaos. I remember having a lot of road rage when oh, I would go yeah, to your you house. You would try to remember? come and record the podcast. and you Because well, I, I live right by the Hollywood Bowl. So they would use. They would shut down my streets. It was a nightmare. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, right there. And then also there was no parking. I think we did a whole podcast one day. Yeah, about we did. How no, there's no parking at your house. Well, how many? Uh, All right. Are we done? Six minutes. All right. Nice. Great. And we'll see you in three years. So, yeah. Bye. Bye. Um. So we caught up last week. Yeah. People seem to enjoy it. I got a, a lot of nice, you know, texts and stuff from I got a lot friends of, I haven't talked yeah. to in a while who, you know, it was nice to talk to them. I know. It felt, it felt good. I'm trying to work on my posture. I feel like I was just like I'm this. I'm trying to work on my posture, too. Like, I was just like this. Yeah. It's it's comfortable. Yeah, but then your my back. Anyway, so I'm stand, sitting up. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I get more respect with better posture. You want to talk about your legs? Oh, you like my legs? <laughs> I've been squatting. <clears throat> well, he when you came over, you went to show me. You're 
leg definition is so outstanding. Thank you. <laughs> it is really Thank outstanding. You. Hugs. You're, you're, I started. You got great legs. Thank you. Thank you. Well, what was it? Four or five months ago, <clears throat> I ran into my buddy, Drew, and he had been posting these videos of him jump roping on Instagram. He's really good at it. You know, it's pandemic. Everyone was focusing on health and things. Or but the he, complete opposite. What? Not oh, that. Oh, right, 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 right. I, I think for there different people, two for, different for, types me, of people. for me, it was both. For me, yeah. it was both. For me, the first four months pandemic was just absolute debauchery. You know that meme where it's fat Barbie and she's like, oh, fuck, I didn't. I thought we were still going to be closed this summer. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Yeah. So like that, I remember seeing that meme and really identifying with it because all of the pan- pandemic, I was like, fuck, if I, I'll start tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. Right. I'll get my shit together tomorrow. Right. That, and that's what I was for, for a while. And like we mentioned last podcast, we, we ended up like four minutes uh, yeah. four uh, months into the podcast. We both, me and my girlfriend both quit drinking. And then, but I, I wasn't exercising. I was just not drinking. But I lost probably like 15 pounds. And then I would see people and they'd be, they, I was getting comments a lot about how skinny I was. Yeah. They're like, did you get skinnier? You even said that to me. Yeah. You're like, did you get skinnier? And I'm like, yeah. I guess I did. All I did was stop drinking. I did. There were no other habit changes. Yeah. And to this day, I eat ice cream five nights a week. Yeah. Because once you stop drinking, you become, I, I still, like sugar has a new place in my life that it never had before. Well, you got to get your joy from somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So I smoke weed, eat ice cream. That's how I Those are your things. Neck. But I ran into my buddy Drew. He was jumper. He looked it, to be in incredible shape. And we ended up having lunch. I'm like, dude, I look like ripped. And, and he's like, you want to start working out? So with my 40th birthday coming up here in a few months, I uh, four months ago, I was like, you know what? I want to look as feel as fit as I've ever felt going into 40s so 40s not as miserable for me and so yeah I've been just exercising like three or four well you look great and honestly like I haven't like like tracked the skinny thought regarding you at all but thinking about that yeah I think up top I was like yeah he looks you look skinny but you look so good now you definitely don't look skinny thank you yeah I would never use the word skinny as an adjective I could do pull-ups that's really Uh, great so when we started this workout thing because most of it's calisthenic based, just like push-ups, uh, body squat. What is calisthenics? Calisthenics is uh, exercises you can do kind of like without Self, weights. Self, so like a lot of push-up things. Yeah. But to, to advance, you do different variations to make it more difficult and stuff. Yeah. I do do some body or some. It's literally like, what yoga is. Ultimately. Yeah, yeah, right, right, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a similar thing. But um, what the fuck were we talking about? Well, you about? were showing me your cat scratch. You got your cat sc- scratch your leg, and you pulled your pants up, yeah. your shorts up, and so the, I could the see the scratch disappeared. I think I'm healing quicker. Yeah, you're in better shape, so you're healing quicker. I'm healing quicker. Wait, <laughs> isn't there a movie where like the thing it heals up real? F- oh, death becomes her. Haven't seen it. No, really? No, I haven't. That Is it was- on a Hulu? It, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I but know. Is it on a Hulu? Hulu? <laughs> I get oh, this is what, so when I started working out, I could only do three pull-ups, and they were pathetic. Yeah. And now I can do like thirteen. So that's, that's the, the best part of it. Is just like you're like, wow, you're, you actually can see the improvement. But it's really it takes. You have to just keep going. And doesn't going, it feel nice going. to like feel like I remember when I was in shape and doing calisthenics yeah. with yoga <laughs> you know, without right, knowing right. that that was cause. But the same idea, like I remember when I started to like my muscle was building like it. You can you feel your muscles like doing like regular shit where yeah. like you don't feel them like not even not even in like an owl way. But you start like 
I remember feeling like I was aware of like how I was using my body. Absolutely. Right? No, no, no. I feel it all. And I, yeah. I paid, and now I'm like nerdy with it. I'm on YouTube, like trying to learn different well, it's like ways to do different exercises. Well, like a sense of control, I yeah. feel like. Like this idea that you can control. I don't know. I think it's really good. Anyway, you look great. Thanks. And you, your legs look really good. I, I really, thank you. I want you. To, I want to I see you in no, heels. I have no ass. I want to see you in heels. I have no ass. You I want to see, see you in heels. heels. You have heels? I'll throw them on. Oh my God. I got to see if I can get some heels. All right, go get some heels. You want me to pause it? Yeah, pause it. Or just, should I just do my monologue? Here? Do your monologue. Okay. Talk about shit that I don't really care about. Okay. Yeah. So the New York Yankees are having a great season. Right? I'll talk about baseball. The New York Yankees are doing so good this year. And I really hope they win the World Series. And the dogs are going crazy. Megan, the dogs are going crazy. They don't like my baseball monologue. And why am I doing to put on your heels? Okay. Settle down. No, it's okay. We should have snayed the heels. Oh, here we go. Put on these heels. You think I would look great in heels? Yeah. I just think Charles. I have an 11 and a half foot, so it's not going to quite fit. But let's see here. It's because, oh my God, look at your calf muscle. Hey, Hugs. I'm so tall. Okay. This is what it feels like to wear heels? It's so such a nightmare. But you're tall. You're tall. I pull, feel like Tristan Moline. Oh God, yeah. Pull up there. Yeah. yeah, but like, <laughs> look at that leg. Hugs. Thank you. You have b- better legs than I do wow. in heels. I just need Reed's ass, though. I got no ass. You need Reed's fl- ass. It's actually ass. not bad. It's not bad? It's wow. better. I think it's better. I've never You're really looked really at your ass. You're boosting my self esteem. I'm so glad we started this podcast. <laughs> anyway, I think when you get a chance, put on some heels for Maddie. How do you wear that for an entire I don't. Night? Holy That's shit. why I don't. Because it's fucking, it's a nightmare. Isn't it a nightmare? Yeah, but well, it feels cool initially to be very tall, but then, yeah. yeah I wish, I, maybe I should, anyway. Okay. Anyway, so uh, last week we, we were catching up. We didn't talk for a year. Mm. Pandemic happened and we were like halfway through. Yeah. It was a very sad part. We, right around when you're, well, you want to take it? Yeah, here? well, I wanted to, I made personal notes. Mm. So, because we hadn't, we haven't podcasted in three years. So, listening to it before we released it, remember I was texting you like rapid fire and I was like, I'm annoying. Oh my God, I'm a nightmare. I'm so obnoxious. Do you I know, and I'm listening to, so when I was listening back, because it's weird when you, when we're doing it. Yeah. I don't know. It feels, it felt good when we yeah. were doing it. And I listened back and I was like laughing. Especially at you, yeah. Because like, well, you were being so critical on yourself, and I'm like, I just laughed at like six things you said, yeah. And then I showed it to my girlfriend, and she's like, Megan is my favorite person, like. Sh- and I was like, Yes, yes, no, yes, yeah, yes. I, I love Megan too. It's it's so good to be. I'm doing loving the podcast this. Again. Com- we're, we've been so complimentary yeah, of each other. We need to do this. <laughs> I say we start each episode with three compliments. I love okay, it. Okay, so you your legs look great. Thank you. Um, uh. <laughs> My ass isn't awful. No, your ass isn't awful. <laughs> okay. And I'm really enjoying this n- new energy. Ah, yes. I think. Okay. I think. Oh, boy. <laughs> you did a great job last week. Okay. You were absolutely hilarious. Okay. Is that one? Is that part of one? That's one and a half, I guess. Okay. Okay. Try to make it completely different compliment okay. if you can. Great hair, great tits. Great hair, great tits. <laughs> all right, those are always a given. Always a given. But I so when I was well because 
I feel like I I remember feeling like this when we first started the podcast. Like I was like, it's anybody who listens to themselves. I think nobody likes the way they sound. Everyone's like, ugh, right? It's like cringe. I used to be like that, but I'm so used to the way I sound. Right. <clears throat> so I've radio. done ra- I've done radio forever. I right. sing every night, and I'll listen back. People are always recording performances, so I hear that. Yeah. It's weird hearing the difference between your singing voice and your talking voice. I'm so used to it, but I I know what they're talking about. When I was a kid and I used to have one of those, do you remember the talk boy from Home Alone, the recorder device he would use? Yes. He had like a record. It was a very, very popular toy. Yeah. And I would use it, and I remember hearing my voice back. I couldn't even believe it was me. I But so you got used to it. You have a great voice. Oh, thanks. You you have a really good voice, too. And you have a great face for the radio. Dun, 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 Wait, so that dun, takes dun. away one of the compliments. Takes away one. You got to give me another one. <laughs> um, uh, oh, God. We'll get back to it. We'll Anyways. get back. Okay, thank you. Sorry, sorry. It should have come quicker. It should have come quicker. I don't know what that means. I don't want any compliment that takes 12 seconds. Yeah. If you are fishing in the depths yes. of your brain. How do you think I feel? You re- you pulled out tits and hair. <laughs> Like that's nothing new. Those are go-tos. We all those are we all know this about me. Come on. Oh my god. Okay, that's a JK. Oh, so I made some per- point of this. I made some personal notes, literally as I'm listening to it. And I, as we were doing the podcast, I remember becoming more comfortable with my voice, like because we were listening to it more. So literally, the sound of your voice, or it's like the, the cadence of your sentences, it's like or- the it, like I feel like I'm so like brass. Like I'm just like it's like aggressive. It's like there's like it's like loud and really forced. We have a friend named Noah and we always say that he sounds like a trombone. Yes. That's, That's how he talks. Yes. But you don't sound like that. That's how I sorry. It's the bubbly ginger ale. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> um excuse me guys, I apologize. So the personal notes I made to myself were I'm too loud. <laughs> Okay. The second one is, but not the volume, because I said I'm like, did I mix you too loud in the mix? No, I thought it was even levels. It what? Yeah, it's not you. This isn't a technical thing. This is a personal. Like I don't like I'm like you. You're loud is like normal. I feel like I'm like nah. Like it's just like annoying. (laughs) Brassy. Brass. It's like abrasive. I don't think that. So keep going. Okay. So um, my second note is calm down. You think? Yeah. Okay. My <laughs> third note is with. But see, also, I made a joke. You think because yeah. you're you are a very yeah. high strung person. Yeah. But that's also part of the appeal. I, I guess. I mean, look, I know. Right. Right. I know. So I, you know, it's it's like I gotta find middle ground. I guess, but it's I'm trying to I'm trying to like. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm like, dude, this is like people like you. You got to remember that. Right, yeah. People like you. Yeah, people like you. Okay, good. That you. that could be my next compliment. Yeah. Well, now I get, anyway. Okay, the next thing was slow with five W's. Slow down. Uh, it's part of that, like, I'm like, that. Well, you do, it's not even that you speak fast, but we both, I think, are ADD. Yes. And so... Yeah, it you'll you'll just see a thing and then we'll go. But uh, yeah, sometimes that's good though. Sometimes we get some of our funniest uh, moments from right. just little side things. It's the same. But you idea. were even saying I was trying to make a point yeah. last week. What was I doing? So yeah, I, I, listening to it, I was like, it was so ridiculous because legit the entire episode, you're asking me one question, <laughs> just one question. It starts at the very beginning, all the way through to the very very end, and the question is, how did we start talking again? And you legit. That's all you're getting to. And I keep going in all of the directions. And like. I, yeah, I go. Uh, 
How do we start talking again? And then I'm like, wait, wait, like, hold on. Let me Don't just- you love those movies where you're lost at sea? And then we talk about Castaway for 20 yes, minutes. Yes, right? which is fine. The little, it's like, it's- That was a funny combo. It was a great combo. And part. it really, um, I watched a Lost at Sea movie over the past week. Which the fact we, that we're going to get sidetracked again. while you're saying you get sidetracked <laughs> with another Lost at Sea movie. Is V.O.B. We'll get back to it. V.O.B. Oh, good. See, this is By the, the way, thing. for those of you just listening, V.O.B., this is a phrase that we coined years ago. Yes. It means very on brand. Yes. So if you like that's VOB for V-O-B. Megan. She does that a lot. It's very on brand. VOB. Um think do you know that I forgot VOB? During like, I don't know, before I don't know, maybe a year ago, I remember I was like, I was like, what is that thing that we used to isn't you forgot that, VOB? I forgot VOB. That means it was a long time. It's been a while. Okay, my last note to myself was don't interrupt. <laughs> So, at least I'm being aware of it. Yeah. I'm trying to be more cognizant of it. And I then, feel it already. Do you? I mean, it feels good so far. I great. Feel like we've had a good back and forth. Okay. Although last week felt great too. La- yeah, it did. It so, did. you have notes, just critical notes for so, yourself. Yep. Those are, in all caps, personal notes. <laughs> and then I have some notes that I had before our last episode. Oh, Oh, look at this. I wrote, acknowledge how patient Brian is with me on the podcast. That's I told myself to mention it on this Wait, one. Wait, what? Acknowledge how patient Brian is with me on the pod. So I'm acknowledging it right now. Well, that's very You're sweet. You're so patient with me. That was something listening to that it. That up for the compliment that you took back. Yes. Thank you. You got it. Okay. Yeah, that you're, one took, oh, yeah. you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. And the, well, yeah, because I was listening and while I was like hating how intense I am, I was so like impressed with and this isn't new you've been doing this this whole time um just how patient you are like and like you just yeah it's really nice so thank you i'm aware i think i think it comes from uh yeah radio background because when we did radio we had commercials so literally you would have all right here you go yeah six six to eight minutes get it in you can't you can't get sidetracked you got to do the bit or whatever it is the topic yeah it's got to be snappy yep you got to keep those listeners engaged until you hit the commercials so they can listen to the commercials so your show stays yeah you're more like um you're just more lean like it's the idea of trimming the fat like and that was always my thing with stand-up like i was always you know telling stories and getting sidetracked and blah, blah blah and as good as like that is like one of my favorite things is like I'm gonna sound like total assholes so bear with me is organically coming to a joke on stage but it's true like when it's like crowd work that's I love I love that stuff because it's so authentic and that's when the funny is um although the skill of comedy is perfecting a joke and being able to do it like it's the first time um which I was never really great at because I love so much the in the moment shit. So, but I just feel like it's very like, that's what we're going through here. With well, that's this podcast. tough. It's tough when you have a joke and you're telling it the 80th time and you want it to just still feel as fresh as yeah. though it was that crowd work bit that you actually put into your act. So it was and so like, funny the first time. That's the skill. Like that's the yeah. fucking skill. So like even I give myself a hard time because I feel like when I have very successful stand up nights, Eight times out of ten, it's like new stuff that yeah. like is happening there. Like I'm just talking about my day, and like so it's like people be like, "That was so great," and I'll feel I'll be like, "Yeah, like I killed," but like also like 
that was so lazy. Like, well, what a just lazy take, well, you set. Just, well, take all the best of those things and you craft it into Right. It. So that's when the work happens, but I'm a procrastinator and a lazy piece of shit. Well, it was, that was me. And no, I didn't need to say that. No, no, no. Okay. You can't answer. We got to no. go back to the first three you minutes. It's the, all just positivity. Nice, positive. Okay. It's positivity. Yep. It's good legs. Great legs. <laughs> Thanks, hugs. Yeah. I was going to say, when I listened back to the last episode, it was interesting for me because we, we did talk about your dad's death and you were... Uh, making jokes here and there. Yeah. And I was, at, and at times we were even, not, not laughing about it, but just like, you, I forget, there were a couple jokes that yeah. you made. And I was like, la- and it, but listening back, I felt weird hearing that because I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to sound like insensitive. That's right. But it does seem like you've reached a point. Well, you were saying funny shit. So of yeah. course I was going to laugh, but it seems like you've reached a point in grief. Yeah. It's been over a year now where you can not like laugh, but but I don't know, find not humor. Yeah. Do, do you know what no, I'm trying to I say? No, I do. I do know. And you were very like careful and you were very, you called to say like, I feel like I'm being insensitive. First of all, was I? If I am, I'm sorry. And I, you know, reassured you no. Like you weren't being insensitive at all. And like that, I don't know if that's like, that's what's so unexpected regarding grief. Like for me is like, it's so wild. Like it's not linear. It's not like you're not it's not like a progression, like a natural like progression. It's like so all over the place. Yeah. Like and that's what I mean, of course I didn't I didn't expect at all. And so like you know, especially last episode when you were like, "Was I feel like we were laughing and that's coming off insensitive." Like I really wanted to keep that in because there was a second where you're like I can edit it out I don't want people we haven't talked in forever and then all of a sudden I'm laughing about your dad being dead and I was like no 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 like because for me like that I feel like if I was listening to if my if I was listening to this podcast and my dad had just died and somebody else was talking about losing a parent a year before and they were making jokes whatever like I would, I, fe- I could imagine that I would feel a huge sense of relief. You would find comfort in it. 100%. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, that was good. I was, I think when I was listening back to, I was just being more hypersensitive yeah. than I've ever been with sure. this. Just because I guess it's been a while. We, we, we are very open book yeah. type people. I love talking candidly about everything going on in my life. You're the exact same way. Yeah. Um, I think we bring out a lot of like truths in each other too which makes yeah. it really good but then just listening back I'm like this isn't gonna hurt anyone's feelings right like I don't want to no. when you talk about other people you have to consider what you know their right. feelings well and too. there's such a weird thing around death that like and I'm just gonna preface any because we're gonna we are gonna talk about like oh Jesus Christ are you the kidding dogs me were very well behaved God, last week damn it is the mailman here what's oh, going God, on it's so late for the mail you were about to go into the most poignant part <laughs> I was like all right, should we do it? Hold on. This is Charles. It's okay. Momo, come here. Shh, come here. His ears are up like Batman. Okay, come on. Hop up. Charles, if you can't handle it, you go sleepy. Go sleepy. They're good. They're good. Okay. So, do you want to clock the time in case it's I obnoxious? say keep it in. Okay, Organic. keep it in. Organic. Great. Look at Charles. He's like, what the fuck, bitch? He's yeah. like, there's someone out there and I'm trying to protect you, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> That is so not what he's saying, by the way. He is like definitely English accent and and he's like being such an asshole. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah, fuck. Um we're Oh, about- right. So we're we can look, we're, I'm totally open about talking about this and I think that I just I don't wanna 
It's my dad. I could talk about him literally for 24 hours straight. You know, because talking like talking about his death in my experience like helps me. Um, I also love talking about my dad now that he's gone. It's that thing, like I said last episode, like when I was feeling that sense of excitement to go to his funeral. Like it was, it's about he's not here, so any chance I can talk about him, I will. Um, but with that said, you got you, I totally take the reins. If if it's getting too, if I start crying, and it's like I mean, let me cry. Are we getting the tickle? Oh, the, the tickle, tickle stick. stick. Where's the tickle? So I can use the tickle stick if you start crying? <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll bring the laughs on real quick. Okay, wait. Well, <laughs> no, I'll let you cry. We don't need a tickle well, stick. Well, but don't. <laughs> the tickle stick is so funny. I can't yeah. believe we forgot the tickle stick. Oh, we forgot the tickle stick. Oh, and I have them too. They're like, they're like cat, cat toys. toys. Oh, I should have brought the tickle stick. God damn it. Well, You're I, starting to get emotional. I just put a tickle stick right under your armpit. makes me laugh yeah. so hard. So, okay. But. Like you, you know what I'm saying. Like if it gets too much, feel free to be like, all right, we okay. got it. Um, um, fuck. What was, why did we? Well, you're just talking about your dad and how you're. Yeah. I, I will say this. It seems <clears throat> that your father has left a legitimate legacy. Yeah. We were talking about the funeral. Yeah. And <clears throat> the stories and the impact and hearing it from the students. I know. People that are going on now to do this like bigger and better things in theater. Yeah. Um it was it was magical. That's a legacy. That's I think that's all you can ask for in this world is to like when you're gone, you're actually not really still gone because all the things that you share with these people are it, it's on. gonna like live on. I know. That was like and that was that was so helpful. Um, it's been, it's been so helpful with his death because, well, so first, first of all, my dad, there's so many things. So I'm going to, I'm going to do my best and real man if you need to. Okay. Um, but, um, like, so my dad was like a huge talker, if you could believe it. I mean, right. So, okay. <laughs> he loved like his, it was like a comment. It was like an inside joke in the family that like, oh God, here we go. He's going to tell a story and, you know, we had that joke of like, oh, so-and-so needs to be saved. Like if we had guests over or whatever and they were, you know, if we saw so, like so-and-so in the corner talking to my dad, we'd be like, oh God, you got to go save, you know? Yeah. And it was a thing. Like we have to save them because he'll talk forever. Right. It's like a known thing that you think he's pausing. So you think it's your time to chime in and he's just taking a breath. And so like literally you start to talk and he'll go and then, and he'll cut you off and he's just he just bulldozes and so you I mean so much so that we've gotten into fights because I'm like I got to be able to say something like you can't anyway you're like that's so interesting wow right? yeah I can really relate to this <laughs> I know <laughs> this I is know. a very relatable story <laughs> I know so right I know it's nuts look it didn't come out of nowhere so um so because of that like I feel like you know we bust each other's balls that was like my family and so it, it you know, my dad would like talk about certain things and it kind of got to a point where we would be like, what, how much truth is there to this? You know, like mm -hmm. when he became a teacher um, later in his life, you know, he would talk about how his students love him and did it on. We'd be like, but do they, you know, my sister and I like, okay, you know, um, so to come to find out, like I kind of always took everything he said with a grain of salt yeah. because I was like, I don't know what's being fabricated because he was such a storyteller. Yeah. Um, and I think that is still fair for a lot of things, you know, but it was really nice to like. So after he died, my sister and I have to go through shit. I mean, there's still an entire garage filled of shit that I still have to go through. Yeah. And holy shit, did his students love him. So but that's what I'm saying. Holy so we shit. came across 
one of the we're just like going this is I think this was before the funeral. So we're just digging through stuff to find there's so much logistics involved with death that mm-hmm. like that's why people say like the grieving doesn't start until like after the funeral because after you die you're like in shock and then you only have a certain amount of time to like what are you going to do with the body? What do you got like funeral? Who's invited? What day is it? Like what do you want for the funeral? Like what do you, like so many logistics that like yeah. you're, that you're just on autopilot and um and anyway, so during that time, we you know we had to f- find like birth certificates and this stuff and this stuff because yeah. everything has to be on a proper death certificate. So there's just like basic info stuff. Yeah. Um, and so in that process, we came across this bin, and it was filled with letters from his former students. Oh, it was so sweet. It was just so sweet, and it was like people that like. Like you could imagine like if you had like a theater teacher, right? And then mm-hmm. you got into like Carnegie Mellon and you're like, oh my God, thank you so much. I got in. Or, you know, if you booked a show and you're like, thank you. I, t-, you know, you're like bringing it back to This that. is how I feel about my band director. Yeah. Mr. Miller. Oh, Mr. Miller. Mr. Wayne Miller. Yeah. Who, he's retired now, but I'm friends with him on Facebook and he had such an impact on my life. Totally. He made like I already love music, but like he made me love music so much. Right. And was and was a great mentor to me. And uh, so I could yeah, imagine he that, had like, that kind of impact to me, which your dad had on so many other right. people. But yeah. so so like it wouldn't be odd for you to like feel like like to write him a, a card no. or, or give him a call and say or, hey I got this because of you I, I want to thank you I would do that yeah right. I, I've, I think I've sent him messages before like hey you were yeah. like my favorite you were the most impactful teacher I ever had right totally so same idea but was what was so awesome was there was that but in addition to that it was just like he formed these relationships with these students that like I mean, there were letters where it's like been years out or things that aren't even related to his teachings or whatever. Just saying, hey, I was thinking about, I miss you. Here's an update in my life. You know, I, I got married or come to this way. Like just, I mean, a bin full. And I, my sister, it was funny because we were like, really? Oh, right. my God. So you thought he was just exaggerating all yes, this the whole time, making totally. himself look good. But in actuality, he was yeah. beloved beyond belief. Well, and it's wild because... We gave him, I, I feel bad. I'm like, we gave the man so much shit that like, I mean, he spent a lifetime with us shutting him down. Like right. he couldn't boast about much before we would go, all right, wrap it up. We had the joke of Ann Curtin and Blackout. Ann you start C. playing like the string music yes. at the Academy Awards right. when their speech is going uh-huh. too long. And like a chair flops, the sound yeah. of a flop, yeah. you know? Yeah. So like that became, and he would get so mad. He'd be like, oh, fuck off, guys. You know, he'd right. be in the middle of the story and we'd go, and scene, you know? Um, so like, so to come across this, we were like, really? Oh my God. And so learning that my dad was actually more humble than I thought he was, yeah. was really cool. So he was not over-exaggerating. No, he was probably he was playing under. It, yes, he was, wow. he was playing it down. It's so It is amazing. It's awesome. Yeah. And I like, uh, yeah, he, yeah. So, okay. So yeah, that was cool. So anyway, with grief, it's just fucking weird, man. Grief is just weird. I don't even know. Grief is weird. And we don't have to even totally focus on this, but grief is weird. It does feel like an out-of-body experience. Mm-hmm. I've heard that before, you know, the closest thing I have to this is, you know, Gretchen. She's close family, friend. Mm-hmm. When her mom died, that was like a second mom. You know, it was like my first like close death. 
and like nothing like what this is, you know, um, obviously. But I remember her saying like, it just feels like an out of body experience. I have a question for yeah. you. Do you feel with your father passing, yeah. has it changed any sort of outlook you have on things like an afterlife or reincarnation? Or yeah. So I don't know. Like so his spirit still lives. I know. I think the older I get. Right. What do it's you not necessarily that I believe in an afterlife, but when I was younger, I used to be like, I, I, I went to a Christian school and I almost what got school? kicked out of it. Jupiter Christian. That's right. And I was always asking when we were in Bible class, I was like, why would God do that? Yeah, I, I don't. And so I was like very like excited to be an atheist for a while. But then the older I get. And the more weird shit I see in the world, I'm like, I, anything's possible. Anything is so. So possible. I'm just like agnostic, very like I don't fucking know. But it's nice to think that maybe I know. Well, and he's all, hearing this conversation right now. Yeah. So and then we could get to this if you watch it at some point, because man, my my brain exploded and I was like, I've spiraled. <clears throat> the uh, the outer space fucking photos. Oh, with the new the galaxy shit. Oh yeah. I lit. Do you know that? I I was like, wait, okay. So first outer space photos, the <laughs> galaxy, galaxy shit. shit. <laughs> I sound like such a basic bitch. I'm fine with it. I I am who I am. And yeah. I am a, I'm fine. It is wild. Yeah. Well, first of all, I've never okay, so I had this epiphany the other day. Yeah. I know it sounds like I'm straight straying, and I am. Yeah. And we're gonna go with that for right now. Go. Okay. I like there is basic knowledge that I that went above my head, like whether I was like absent that day or like skipping that day or like, I think I wasn't a good student. <clears throat> I, we've talked about this in other episodes. I, I was very like, I mean, I was ADD, it, undiagnosed. And so I was whatever. Mm -hmm. I was a rebel. I, it's very sad because I missed basic stuff, like li like little things, like stuff that like people build their life off of. Like what? Like concepts, like the fact that the moon and the sun are not the same thing. <laughs> I'm dead fucking serious. Oh shit. Okay, I kind of just realized that. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something no. way more no. or less obvious no. than the moon that, and the- Right. What That's did what you, you thought the moon was just nighttime sun? So, yes, <laughs> yes. I don't know what I thought. You thought the moon was the sun just yes. in a night I on thought, the town? I thought the sun turned into the moon. <laughs> okay. And you think the moon's made of cheese? Yeah. Oh. I never, here's the sad part. I never really thought about it. It's like, it brings me back, like reading comprehension. That's what's happening. It's like, I was always bad with reading comprehension. It's the ADD thing in me. I can read a sentence, but I'm not retaining anything I'm reading. Like, I remember my teacher, my second grade teacher, having a, like a meeting with my parents and my dad literally, it was a, the exercise. He would have me, he would go with a book. He'd say, read this sentence. And then I would read it out loud. And he would say, now, what did you just say? Yeah. And so reading comprehension, I've always been bad. So like, I know I so many things I'd never really even tried to think about. And then if I I never retain if I learned something, I didn't retain it. Like so the with, moon in the sun. So with this new was this the first time with these new images that you realized that the moon is no. not the sun? <laughs> no, this was it's still embarrassing. 
uh, I was definitely an adult when I made that discovery. Wow, that had to be huge for you. My family what, ate my, that phew. shit up. You know you can see the moon and the sun at the sky at the same time a lot of the time, right. around Correct. 7 o'clock at yeah. night. I just never th- really put the time in to think yeah. about it. Well, yeah. I'm glad you learned that. <laughs> I know. It's a very good thing to know. Well, so, but isn't that crazy? That's, that's crazy. That's like basic I stuff. I threw the microphone on the table as soon as you said it. It's like I missed fourth grade science or, th- or second grade science. I wasn't, I was not there that year. all right time to quiz you yeah oh you ready gonna, oh my god science I, quiz sh- sh- okay planet yeah quiz yeah what planet oh god is closest to the sun pluto <laughs> That's far- oh is it farthest <laughs> mars is it mars <laughs> wait you said pluto so quick a farthest is pluto b oh no longer a planet. Pluto's no longer a planet. It got, demoted. Pluto? it got demoted in like 2007. Oh, I see? Think it's, yeah. I didn't. I wasn't there that day. The correct answer yeah. is Mercury. Is closest to the Earth? Yes. No, no, no. It's closest to the sun. Oh, sun. Did I say Earth? I don't know. Mars is very close to Earth. That's what but I'm saying, retaining. What is the name okay. of our galaxy? Oh, God. The Milky Way. Yes. All right. All right, cool. You win. Nailed it. Okay, oh, great. That was a terrible high it was a, Let's do one more. One more. Okay, that was fine. Uh, going back to the, the telescope, though, as much as I'd love to ask you more science questions. Yeah, no. it's Pluto is such a good answer. Um, I <laughs> love, like, seeing that shit. Yeah. And knowing how small we are in this world. Like, oh, yeah. So fucking. No, we're nothing. I like that feeling. Me too. I love when I'm at like a national park. Like we were at a, like like uh, Yosemite. Yeah. And it's just, you can see all the stars. Yeah. You're at the Grand Canyon. You see all this and you're like, wow. Right. Look, there's a, a million lives surrounding you. I know. And you're just this little piece of shit. Is it refreshing? But I like it. Me it, too. Like, it kind of takes off some of the burdens of life. We have a similar brain. You're like, please never I say like- that after you know that I know nothing. <laughs> but I like feeling small. Yes. I think that we've spent a life. I think we've spent a life like with with this pressure of yeah. like self-judgment and shit that like when we really at the end of the day we're fucking nothing yeah and like all of this is bullshit i love it i love it i love that it's, I bullshit. Love that it's bullshit i'm so <laughs> relieved yeah oh i'm so re- sometimes it'll freak me out like sometimes yeah. when i think of death yeah well so and it helps with my grieving i'm just Jared. like jesus christ and now your dad's just you know space us he's just oh, still God. part Wait, i have a quick of- funny story okay okay i want to get back to this good but, okay quick funny story when uh at the funeral, like when we were planning for his funeral, so we meet with like the funeral funeral director, and then you are deciding. Like, were you a hit with the funeral director? Oh yeah. Last episode we learned at the hospital. Oh god, I you was, were cracking jokes left I and right. So, I can imagine you at the funeral place just. So a real oh god. Now I have seven stories. A side story to that story <laughs> is that this is how my brain works, and this is why I did not pay attention to second grade science. Thank you. Okay. But this is why the moon is the, the sun, sun, and Pluto is the closest to the sun <laughs> okay. out of all the planets. So. Um, the funeral director after the funeral, like months, like mu- it was months after we went in to pick up our like necklaces of like my sister got my dad's fingerprint. I got a rose with some of his ashes in there. Cool. And so we go to pick it up and she goes, the funeral director goes, oh, she pulls me aside and she like whispers and she goes, "You, by the way, last time you were here, you left something here. I have something for you. And I was like, what? left something and she brings me a little mini lunchbox with white claws in it 
And I was like, I, and I go, and I was like, I, I've never seen this lunchbox. I go, this isn't mine. Like, I, I was like, that's not me. And my sister goes, oh, that's mine. And she goes, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I just assumed it was you. Oh. And I was like, this is very telling. They just thought that you my were the sis- type that would bring yeah. a mango white claw in a when lunchbox to a funeral home. My sister brought was- the white claw to the funeral home. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Okay. I think your sister probably just loves that you're the crazy one because then she can get away with that. Oh, well, at least oh, you know, yeah. Megan's 100. real wild. God, yeah. like, it's like how we feel better that our lives mean nothing. Yeah. She feels better that like I'm, it like makes, it takes the pressure off. It's like, well, whatever she does, it's never going to be as bad as what Megan does. Oh, she's got it the best because life got, means nothing. Right. And even if it starts to mean something, well, Megan's crazy. Right. So I'm fine. 1000%. I'm bringing a white claw to the funeral home. Yeah. Oh my, yeah. Yeah. And the fact that she was like, I got, she was, and I was like, that's not me. Like I did, did not bring white claw to the funeral. So, um, if I was sitting there too, watching that, I'd be like, oh yeah, sure. Megan, right. sure. You didn't totally. bring. It's so fucked up. Anyway, so that happened. So when you, so you have to decide when you're planning the funeral, it's all very weird. Your parent or loved one just dies and you're making these choices. One of them being, are they going to be cremated? And if they are, how do you want that? Like, there are all these options. Do you want, um, like, you know, you could turn your dad into a tree. Um, you could, you know, put his ashes in a, and then with seeds and then literally that's the best thing. I think, I think that's a good option. It's a, gr- I, we should have done that. Um, although it's also intense. Like if so my dad was growing in the backyard, I think I'd be like, <laughs> you know what I, mean? like, I don't know. Like that would, there's a lot to that. <laughs> there's a lot of, <laughs> so you're, you pondered the idea of growing your dad in the backyard, but you opted for the necklace. Well, <laughs> <laughs> right. So, okay. So we knew he wanted to be cremated. So then it's like, okay, right. <laughs> What do you, and then you, you have, you know, the urn, what kind of urn and all that right. shit is so fucked. There is a lot of money in death. <laughs> oh, oh. I, also one of my notes, oddly enough, during quarantine, before my dad died, before I knew that was coming into my life, I thought about being a mortician. Re- like where you like uh, do the makeup and yeah, stuff. Well, just like you're the whole thing. Like you embalm the body. Why were you thinking of this? Well, because I was like, what am I doing with my life? What is a job that is not going anywhere? People are always going to be dying, and especially now with the pandemic. I was like, this is a great option. So I actually started to look into it. Legitimately. Legitimately. But I don't think I'd be able to. Like if I went to your web history, one of the Google searches would be how to become a mortician. One thousand (laughs) percent. The reason I didn't carry on with that career path. Yeah. Is I don't think I think I would have a hard time draining the body of the blood. Huh. <laughs> There's so <laughs> your face. I think this is what I think. Yeah. I think you were such a hit yeah. at the hospital. Right. You thought, what's an even more depressing place? Funeral home. Yeah, where my comedy can Fu- just shine. Shine. Yeah. Funeral home. Funeral home. The funeral home. And I was a hit during the funeral. Draining the blood? That was pre-death, keep in mind. So, so wait, I, the, I don't even know about draining of the blood. The, it being a, a mortician is fucking wild. Ugh. Again, I didn't choose to go down that career path. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, because there's so much to it. One of them is you get the body. You have to, there's, there's a whole process. It's like a fucking business. It's the whole thing. You have to keep the body in a refrigerator in the morgue, right? And then, and then when it's time and... Any morticians listening, and I know there are some. <laughs> I'm just big mortician <laughs> listening base. base. Yeah. Just very, we're geared towards uh, morticians. Uh, okay, so I'm not obvious. I don't have all the answers, as we know, as yeah. we've learned. 
Um, but something to the effect of, so once the, you have to drain the body of blood. Okay. So you have to, it's that you shoot whatever the chemical is in the body to, I forget the reason it's, um, to Embalming like bombing. Yeah, I, I, should I Google it? But yeah. no. You could give it a goog. Let's give it a goog. Steps of steps of a mortician. God. Um, oh, man. Okay, I did not. I want to hear more about the draining of the blood. I know, I know. Isn't it? it it's kind of... So they do that there? So, so it's, that, that, it's a multiple-step process to cremate a body, and one of the first steps is drain the blood. Yes. What um, about the other lake? Aren't we filled with water, too? What about the piss and shit? And It's... It's fucking what? Okay, yeah, it's crazy. While I'm pulling it up, learning about the galaxy shit, yeah. like the pictures and stuff. Oh, good. Okay, it did help with the grief because it's like it makes me. Well, my belief is without getting into religion and blah blah blah, what happens in the afterlife? The reality is we're all energy, and energy. If I know anything, it's the energy you can't get rid of it. It just moves in forms. I used to think that was shit like that was so cheesy. And the older I get, the more I'm like, oh, it kind of feels right. Yeah. Like if you think about like a molecule, right? Yeah. A molecule has a whole. There's a whole world within a single molecule. Earth, if you think of the idea that we're all one, we're all part of just a. You can't get much, rid much, of much, 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 much bigger thing. Yeah. You can't get rid of. Uh, energy. It just changes its form. So and then so especially with this galaxy shit mm -hmm. um your dad's probably in another galaxy he's a i mean he's yeah. something i mean yeah. we're all something he's telling a story right now he's somewhere he's probably here going this bitch he's <laughs> like going shut up <laughs> um okay what's the process of embalming that's what i want to ask embalming no, no no i know it's crazy but also after his death my sister and I became obsessed with listening to like death podcasts. And like I did a lot of Googling about the de a dead body. And like I, w I for some reason, focusing on the science behind death was really helpful to my grieving. Interesting. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, and I and we would my sister and I, we would retell the story, his death story that last 24 hours to each other over and over and over. Like and then this happened and then this happened. Oh, right. And then that happened and then this happened. And then and then we started to look into death and then we're like, oh, he was dying. Like all these things that happened to your body. I mean, obviously he was dying. He died. He's yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah. But like to like to like clock it. Yeah. I can't explain it. It's so helpful. It helped me. Um how is embalming done? The blood is drained from one of the veins and replaced by a fluid, usually based on it's a solution of formaldehyde. Formaldehyde. In injected into one of the main arteries. Cavity wow. fluid is removed with a long, hollow needle called a trocar and replaced with preservative. What happens when you're... It's crazy. Solution draining the body. So, okay. So, you have to drain the body of the blood. And then the... Yeah. So I was like, um, it seems a bit much. So what did you all go with? So what did you end up? Right, correct. Going with. So, so you did cremate him. We cremated him. So, but one of the things, so there's all these options. What kind of urn are you gonna get? Like, where is that gonna be? Blah blah blah. Um, if he's Catholic, like, then there's a whole tradition for it, that, and what they consider like. So my dad was. A full Catholic at the end of it, you know, whether or not he what he fully believed is up for debate still like he grew but he grew up very Catholic 
went to Catholic school. He was an altar boy. You know, all of that shit. He wanted to be, before he wanted to be a playwright, he wanted to be a priest. Wow. And like, he, you know. Oh, you, get to, you get to be on the mic? Yeah. he get, a you, priest. You, you, got, a, you got a crowd. Yeah. You got a room. Um, that was his main goal without, I think, knowing it. It's very simple. He just wanted an audience. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, you know, and then my sister and ha- and I, like, challenged him. You know, when you're young, you're, like, challenging beliefs. You mm-hmm. know, you're, like, curious, and so you're not going. You're going against the grain. So, you know, we had a lot of life talks growing up about, you know, religion and death. What happens when you die? Like, is it dead? You're gone. Is there, dead? like, afterlife? We always talked about this shit, me, him, my sister. Um, and, you know, my sister and I, Aaron's a hard atheist. I'm, you know, more agnostic. And my dad, you know, was very much in line with that. But deep down, he was a Catholic boy. And so, like, it was my mom's idea to, like, have a, you know, a priest read him his last rites, which was a whole thing. And, like, um, I was going to, th- that being God. said, he, he, so he was Catholic, but it wasn't, because I've been to, uh, Catholic funerals yeah, before, right. like strict cat, and those get. But your dad's funeral was nothing no, like that. Right. I, my buddy, my buddy's father passed away years ago, and it was a lot of like you're on your knees, you're back, and you're a lot of God, lot of God. Well, and so that's like much the Catholic God. religion. So much God. Stand up. Sit it was, down. It was, kneel down. Being at the Catholic funeral, I was like. They were focusing so much on God where I'm just like, what about the the the, the totally. dead person? And I don't know how we found the priest that we did, but he was a Catholic priest and he ultimately he did. He was good. He was great. He, he did was a great funny. job. Yeah, he was funny. And he was like, it was so perfect. I don't even know how we came to him, but we got him and it was so on brand. It was great. Um, so we can go to that, like the religious side. But so you have to choose all of this shit. One of the options along with a tree, right, is, and this is not a joke, you can shoot your loved one into outer space. So that's how I got here. Because, <laughs> because, so, so in when they first came up with it, so you're going through, you have the funeral. Like Elon Musk takes your dad's at? Like what? So how in do- my brain, okay, so the way this is playing out, there's a funer- funeral director. She's sitting at the table, a table much like this. My sister and I, like our, you know, Dom and my brother-in-law and Gretchen, they were like with us for support, mm-hmm. but they're sitting in the back. My sister and I are right here and we have like these funeral books of like, okay, and then, you know, she's describing it. Okay, so then on the next page, you have the option to turn your dad into a tree. And then, and we're like looking at each other like, okay. And then you go to the next thing. It's like, and then if you just want to keep his ashes, you can have an urn. And these are the different urns. You can have this one for $20,000. You can have this one for. Were there really $20,000 There's so much money in death. It is fucking wild. So this is why you wanted to do the mortician job. No, you just saw dollars. You're sitting there seeing dollars. But it confirmed a whole a lot career. of shit. Yeah. It certainly did. I was like, oh, this is, I was on to something. <laughs> So, okay, so then you turn the page and then there's this next, the next option is outer space. And then I'm this like, is, you're being I am being 1000% serious. And she goes, so this is kind of a more new thing, but, and she has to be serious, you know, cause it's like, we're talking about our dead dad for fuck's sake. And she's like, she's like, so, and you know, it's becoming more popular that, you know, they can shoot, you can have your dad in outer. And I'm like, so in my brain, I didn't understand that it would, there's something to it, whether it's like the, it, you're ultimately putting the ashes in outer space, like a micro, you know, fine, with for, the, rocket? fine for the environment, right. All these questions I don't know, but 
in the moment, I still don't know because I was just. But in the moment, I envisioned. I forgot about the like cremation part. Yeah. I envisioned my dad's body being shot into <laughs> outer space, and he would be like orbiting, like at all times. And I was like, "Wait, so his? So he's just going to be like float, like all like his body?" And then my my sister was like, "No, Megan, God, no! It would be like anyway." You thought they're going to shoot him out of like a circus cannon, like a I was super. Like, so ultimately, intense. that's the most. I think that's the most expensive option. I bet. And I was like, okay, if the if the option was to have his body be orbiting in outer space always, I would pay the money. <laughs> I would pay the money. It'd be oh, worth it. Your dad would be a, could a you ima- satellite. Could you imagine the, uh, a shooting the- star or is that dad? Yeah. Like, you know, and then you're you God for you know, you're looking here until and then there's dad like going by. Yeah. Anyway, so that's not You're like a- there's the sun, there's the moon, they're the same thing. Yeah, there's my <laughs> father. Wow, it's an right. eclipse, but instead of the moon covering the and sun, then there's a light year. That is what blew my mind with this galaxy shit. Hmm. The new photos. Oh, light years are crazy. I can't even Wait, back to I moon know. sun. <laughs> we didn't we watch the lunar eclipse together? Yes. Oh, but this is when you already knew the sun and the moon were different. Yeah, yeah. I knew that then. Oh, Come okay. on, okay. don't just, be don't oof. be dramatic. I think I think I was maybe like in my twenties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh God, it's embarrassing, but fine, it's fine. Uh, this reminds me. Uh, but this is the what? No, no, no. Actually, I was gonna sidetrack. I'm gonna save that thought for later. You're doing great. Thank you. Okay, what? A so good you job. didn't shoot your dad in outer space. Did not shoot my dad. So we ultimately we ha- got his urn. We got you know have an urn that we. Our plan is to um, release his ashes in Alaska, um, because my dad always he, well, he went to Alaska when I was when I was in Alaska with me, but he. The story is, is when he met right before he met my mom, him and his buddy, you know, big hippies, they their plan was they were going to go to just live in Alaska. They wanted to live off the grid. He wanted to write plays, live off the grid like that movie uh, Into the Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And where he get, dies of a bear attack or something. Or is that what's that's, that? That's Grizzly Bear. No, that's the Revenant. Oh, no. But no. that's Leonardo. He doesn't no. die. He kills the bear. No, no, no. That is not what I'm Into talking. the Wild, I believe, is berries that kill him. Spoiler alert. The, and that's the bus. Yeah, there's a bus and Eddie Vedder's the, the soundtrack. Grizzly Bear is the one where the guy, he like thinks he's friends with bears and then the bear killed him or Haven't something. seen it. Oh, oh God, you got to see it. Okay. <laughs> you love a bear movie. Lo- love, a, <laughs> love an attack by bear movie. Love a lost at sea movie. Love a lost at sea. Love a, I'm, I love alone and having to figure it out movies. That's yeah. what I know. Yeah. I know that. I, whether know. it's on land or in the sea. You Have you fr- seen The Revenant, though, with Leonard? No. Oh, my God. No, Really? It's incredible. The Revenant? Is it a period piece? It's, yeah. It's I'm so like, basic. I don't love a period piece. No, it's not that. But it's just, it's like what you said that you loved. Man versus wild. Man figuring it out in the fucking woods. Really? Oh, my God. He won the Oscar for a reason. Revenant? The Revenant is incredible. Check right. it out. Don't let me forget to put that on my list. I'm too afraid to spend too much time. So to get who has the urn? Again. Does your sister have the urn right so now? So Aaron has the urn. We took some of it, the ashes and put it in a necklace. Um, so I have a necklace of my dad. <laughs> my sister also has that with his fingerprint. Um, and then we have, uh, yeah, his like his main ashes, which we're, when we go to Alaska, we're going to. That'll be cool. His, yeah, yeah. Put his. 
uh, ashes there. But what's wild about this? Where is, in Alaska? It's a gigantic state. I know. Well, so you go right. Anchorage, you go I Fairbanks. Know. I don't. Do you know any other towns? Juneau. I spent six months in Alaska, so I bet I will. Oh, from the cruise ship? Yeah, I, was, I never knew that you did an Alaska one. I was. I spent six months in Alaska. I know Alaska very well. How are the locals? Oh, so great. Really fun. <clears throat> so much fun. Well, also, like I'm. Like, I mean, of course, Fairbanks and Anchorage. And I did not know that you spent six months Dude, in Alaska. Yes, I love Alaska. How the fuck did I always thought you were in like St. Thomas? Yeah, so in yeah. Puerto Rico. Like, yeah. Getting like fake cornrows. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was for a period of time. Oh, man. I love a cornrow. I don't, actually. That would be so cool. How is the Alaskan cruise it, compared to the Caribbean cruise? I mean, it's, oh, God. It's just a completely different uh, demographic. Yeah. I mean, it's like we're talking, it's literally night and day. It's like old, it, people, old people, old people. Bingo's a hit on board. Sure. You're doing trivia's are a hit on board. You know, country line dancing lessons are a hit on board. You go to Mexico, everyone, you want they want a pub crawl. They want, you know what I mean? It's a completely different They want a Coke dealer. They, they want, want a Coke dealer. <laughs> they want to go to the pharmacy and get some Ritalin. They yeah. want like, yeah. <clears throat> so um, anyway, Alaska is so good, but I only know, yeah, so it depends on where you are. On but, the cruise ship, were you in Anchorage? So I, I spent some time in Anchorage. I was in also one stint we did, we were in smaller towns, one called Skagway. There's Ketchikan, which is a little bit bigger. And they're cool towns? So Skagway's so cool because it's like very small town. It's like these people are like does don't know that it's 2022. Like oh. they're like they're they're like pilgrims. That's and great. I feel like I'm gonna get heat for that. Like, is there racism they, behind pilgrims? Oh god, I don't. Pilgrims, I'll do my research and and I'll the pilgrims are white. I, <laughs> oh, god. I, think, I feel like white people are always. You can go go for it. Go, okay, yeah. so anyway, they're <laughs> totally totally eat them alive. Yeah, for real. <clears throat> but um. So yeah, they're like these. The, I'm not even kidding. It's tiny town. There's like a um, like a burlesque. Like what would you call like an old bar? Like a uh, saloon. Okay, so the legit saloon with the doors and everything. The, the, the flappy everything. doors. <clears throat> Man walks kidding. into a bar type bar. The whole thing is real yeah. in Skagway, Alaska, in 2022. They're carrying buckets of water. Yeah. Like, a town that doesn't like some houses don't have running water like they're old school it's you know what i mean they're like carrying water buckets of water horses i mean i'm not so just, there's a town like this and yeah. outside of the town there's a giant cruise ship with old people yes. line dancing and on everyone's it. like looking at them and everyone's like oh my god i gotta get back to bingo yeah oh this is cool did you see that susan it, it yeah. is amazing i i literally never knew that you were in alaska for six months yeah wow. and, it, and it's so cool everything about it is very cool like the whole adjusting to the light the daylight that's a thing like it's it, well you're probably doing that trip in the summer so it's light most <clears throat> i of the think time, it got right? dark at like 11 p.m oh wow just w crazy there are parties so i know you were in party mode oh my god white hot parties is, is there a is there a party scene in alaska i mean sure yeah like i mean on land or on the ship there's always Both. a party on the ship always a party on the always ship. a party on the ship so yeah um, and yeah, somewhere in Alaska. Anyway, whatever. Alaska's fucking gorgeous. Have you ever hooked up with an Alaskan local? Probably. That's great. <laughs> it's so good. I. Did you guys yeah. fuck in an igloo? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know much about science, but I do know about fucking in an igloo. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, Which brings good. us back to type no, I'm kidding. Where are we at? Yep. Oh, wow, we've done an hour already. That is so crazy. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, right. So that's the plan with his ashes. Now, the thing is, because 
so his parents are buried in like a little adorable cemetery in um like Palm Bay. So it's a little bit north. It's kind of like Vero Beach esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Palm Bay. Okay. So we buried my dad with his parents, like just below their grave site. So we Wait, had, so part of the ashes went to the grave well, so site. It's a, so this is the whole thing. Ultimately, we wanted, you know, there's the headstone and like all of that. But because he was cremated, if we didn't have this idea to let his ashes go somewhere else, like he all of him would be in the grave. Mm -hmm. But we are thinking outside the box and we want to do this for my dad. Also, you know, a lot of people keep an urn. A lot of people's dads are on a, you know, on a. Uh, credenza. Oh you, you don't understand. It was a yeah. fiasco with what? my family. What? When my grandpa died. Did someone drop grandpa? No. My mom yeah. got the ashes. Right. And when we moved, the ashes got misplaced. The whole urn? The whole, it was in a box. Someone left behind grandpa. Urn. Someone left behind grandpa. So we have no idea where Turned he into is. a <laughs> huge fight with my mom and her sister. Sure. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's a big deal. And he wasn't even in it. I think he was in a box. <laughs> okay, well, so that's a crazy thing is after, so then my sister had to go pick up, I remember when she picked up the ashes and she was, and we were both like, just like looked at it. Like we plopped the box down and this was before our urn came in that we ordered. And so- if you open the box, it's literally just a bag of, it's like, it looks like sand or whatever. It's yeah, like a yeah, bag yeah, of yeah. sand. And we just like plops down, we open it, and we're like, that's daddy? Like, there, there he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Wild. <clears throat> so, but because it was a Catholic church where his parents are buried, um, we knew that we wanted to have him like rest. It's a weird rest uh, with his parents. So, we d- put half of him with his parents. The other half are at my sister's house. There's a third of him that's in my necklace. He's all over I the place. I think it's a good idea, though. Yeah. I, I mean, it's giving me ideas. When I die, I think I want to be sprinkled everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Sprink- I a tree? Yeah. I want to be a forest. Yeah. Put a little bit of me in every <laughs> single pothole. Like, I yeah. think that's kind of the way maybe I would want to honestly approach I think we my secretly ashes. put you in something, and then you, like... Whoever it is, like in the will that's left, like your executor, it's their job to every time you visit someone, you, you just drop, you leave them with like. Leave a little bit of Brian. <laughs> yeah, leave a little bit of Brian. <laughs> totally. Oh my God. Okay. So, but with the Catholic, so this was interesting info. The funeral director, when we had this whole idea, she was ultimately like, look, that's fine. But in the Catholic religion, um, it's something like you can't. You have to bury all of them. You can't do this split up. There's a third of Ed here. Uh, So she was like, she's like, basically gave us like a wink and was like, okay, you're going to bury your dad in Palm Bay. And then basically. Megan's winking. Uh, Oh, yeah, that was a wink. That was a wink. (laughs) So because like, yeah, the, uh, what is it? The priest or what's the the deacon whatever who performs the thing where they put him in the ground Mm -hmm. like if he knew that like all of him wasn't there that there was a little piece of my dad you know anywhere else they he wouldn't have done it and it wouldn't have been a fully traditional catholic thing so you pulled one over so i lied to the deacon (laughs) ultimately yeah we lied to the deacon um (laughs) and yeah so um so yeah that's What's up with that? It's so fucking crazy. It's just so crazy. You only gave him like a little, so the, yeah. But he didn't know the, because is, he the, had, is the deacon familiar with how many ashes? No, or, well, because we person it, makes. He's not like weighing it, and right. I don't know. Also, like it's the whole concept is so weird. Well, because he's not looking at the bag of ashes, he's looking at a box yeah, ultimately, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Right, right, right? And so, 
you know, they had to, we said we wanted to bury him with our, you know, his parents. And then they were, we had to call the funeral and that's like a really old church. And like, they were like, well, we don't know if there's space. Cause he didn't like buy there were, We didn't purchase a plot or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we have to see if there's room to put him by his parents. So, so he's like, we're going to get our, what's it called? The guy who digs the corner grave digger, grave digger. Uh, yeah. Another word for it. Whatever. Grave, grave digger. digger works. We got to get, you know, the, him out there to see if there's space. So like they were like, yeah, there's there's about a foot of empty space. We can get your dad in there. Uh, it's just weird. The whole thing. Is I think it'd be bizarre. a great give, gig for you. Grave digger. If oh, God. Mortician doesn't work out. You can just Mort- dig the holes. Remember, it's about the show. Yeah. I need it. I need oh, an audience. Right, 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 right. It's about the show. Yeah. Well, that's that's cool, though, that you're I, I like that idea. I it's, like that. I like the Alaska thing. I feel like I would want to go. Yeah, it's I would cool. Want my ashes in like a national. I love national parks and stuff like that. And my dad, too. And I think that like, you know. We took that camping trip together in 2018 and like Tahoe, Tahoe and Yosemite, whatever. And so like we, you know, he was really into like nature and his original idea before like meeting my mom and kids and living a, you know, societal life. Alaska. He wanted to be in Alaska off the grid, fucking hippie, whatever the fuck. So it's kind of honoring his like younger self was our idea. Um, And then, oh God. But yeah, with the galaxy stuff, when... God, that Are you blew talking my about mind. shooting him in the galaxy? No, or the... no, no, no. Okay. When that thing came out about the, the telescope, yeah. right? And they discovered there's more galaxies, right? And they're they're finding like radio waves that have like the like a heartbeat to them and all this crazy it, shit. Like, it made me feel so much better about death. Like uh, one for me, it took the pressure off me a little. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I was like, all right, he's 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 out there. Yeah, and there's probably. Guaranteed, guaranteed is, other life out yeah. there that is probably millions of times smarter than us. We are fucking nothing. Well, and it's just like, it's just like, you can't harp too much on death because you can't harp too much on life. Like, we're all just here really for a speck of time. And, yeah. you know, who fucking knows what's next? You can't harp too much on anything. Anything. It's going to dry. It's not worth it. And it just blew, well, so what blew my mind with that, and then I went on a rabbit hole of like, well, how do we, look? what's a TV screen? Like, I went hard, I went dark. What do you mean, what's a TV screen? <laughs> okay, because I got into science. So you just wanted to know how your television <laughs> yeah, worked? like I went, literally, I was like, how does every, well, because then it's like light years, and I'm like, so then I start Googling light years, and I'm like, I cannot wrap my head around this. Because then they're like, oh, this is, 15 billion years ago this picture so do you know what a, did you learn understand. did you learn what a light year is i still don't understand a light year if i'm not mistaken a light year is that the distance of a light year is the speed of light going for one year and that's, what does that mean the speed of light is so fucking fast uh, say hey siri what's the speed of light and then put it to the microphone so that'll have a nice little effect we'll get to i don't it. even know if i know how to use siri it's the right button it's the right button. Oh. Right here. Just oh, I got it. Siri, what is a light year? It's just not voice. Uh, here, hold on. I can, I can do it. Do it. Make it voice. Hey, Siri, what's the speed of light? <laughs> You're so much better with this. Oh. It's oh, the I setting. Wish set it. I know what I'm saying. Oh, God. This is... These are not the answers I was looking for. Okay. Anyway, light year is so unimaginably, the speed of light is so fast, insanely fast, beyond your wildest beliefs. So So when they say, when they say. A light year is 
so far. This isn't, I don't understand the concept. I know that's what, don't even waste your time. That's why Life I gave up. Life is fucking confusing. Well, and then yeah. they're like, what, so what, what do you think it means when they're like, this picture, we were able to see 15 billion light years ago. Yeah. Like, and everyone's like, this is the closest, they're saying, this is the closest to, like, time travel. And I'm like, why? Yeah, well, so so if you can track, if you can move faster than the speed of light, technically that would be, like, time travel. So, wait, I don't get it. How is, I'm not going to give the sun, you didn't know where, (laughs) you thought the sun and the moon were the same thing. You think I'm going to teach you what a light year is? No, I don't. We're almost done with this podcast. I don't think you're going to teach me. I was going to say, thinking about your dad real quick, because we got to wrap it up here, because we're almost, wow, that went quick, though, that's good. Um, Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Thinking. About your dad mm-hmm. and the legacy that he's left, mm-hmm. it maybe uh, it just reminded me of um, like Norm Macdonald passing oh last year. Well, I know we we we've, we've talked about him because we both love him so much. Yeah, but out of any celebrity that has passed away, he's like <clears> the <throat> first one where even though he's dead, yeah, it doesn't feel like he's dead to me. Totally, and I really feel like the spirit of like Norm Macdonald. Yes. And your father, for that matter, is like gonna live forever. I can totally. still watch Norm clips. He's had such an impact. Yeah. Like when you hear comics talk about Norm afterwards, it was the first time though. Like when Robin Williams died, yes, he's got a legacy beyond belief. Yeah. I know what you mean. It though. hit me different. There's something about Norm yeah. where it's just like I feel like we all have a little bit of Norm in a. I don't. Yeah, I can't I don't explain know. it. I re- I I understand. Yeah. It's hard to verbalize. I, it's the first celebrity where I'm like, I, yes, he's dead, but I just don't think he's. It's ever so really going to be dead. And now after my dad's death, like things like that are, are so comforting. Like when when Norm died, I was like, oh, like so now he's just hanging out with my dad. Oh, that's that's cute. It like makes things more like it's just a part. I don't know. It's a part, a part of life. Like I had a really hard time. I mean, I still have a hard time. And when it comes to this grief shit, like, you know, <clears throat> I think I cry. Realistically, I cry once a day. Really? Yep. It, and it's not like, it's not like, you know, like yeah. where it was at the beginning. It's like a memory or just some thought or some whatever. And like, I'll tear up. I'll, you know, sometimes it's worse than others. Sometimes I can pull myself out of it. Like, but I cry once a day and some days are very normal. And then some days it's like, it couldn't be more like, a, I couldn't be more aware that my dad isn't here. And like, mm-hmm. It's just grief is really fucking weird. It's so it's so weird. And I, I don't know. I uh, I I just can't. It still feels out is of it body. Usually, is it usually so you say you cry usually once a day. Is yeah. it usually at the same time every day? It, is it like before you go to bed? Usually it's around at night. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, at nighttime usually. And like, you know, because before he got sick, he we were roommates. We lived here together for a few yeah. months. So like, which is that that <clears throat> adds that adds a lot to it. Totally. Yeah. And there's just there's so much to it. Like, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll be sitting, you know, in the living room and I'll, you know, just look over at the kid and like, I'll remember like him standing in the, yeah. you know, or like him coming back from smoking a cigarette and just the things he would say. And like the concept that like, I'll never hear his voice again is like that shit drives me. Is this yeah. is so sad? It's like his laugh, like his, just like the things that like, well, do you like seeing old videos of him and stuff where you still get to, cause you can still hear yes, that stuff I'm, or is it too much to handle? It's still too, that's still a little too yeah, yeah. like, 
sensitive for me. Yeah. Like I'm getting a little bit better. Like I was telling you today, like for a while I couldn't listen to his records. Like James Taylor is always reminding me of my dad and like any, I would play them and like it made me too sad. So I couldn't, I'm just recently starting to listen to him again. Uh, just little That's things. Huge. It's huge. Irish spring soap. The smell of it. <laughs> Is my dad? I don't mean to laugh, but that's so Literally. random. I was not expecting you to bring up Irish Spring Soap. <laughs> Which, first of all, is really great. I love. I, I, I love Irish. That's what I use. This, I use know? Irish Spring. Okay, yeah. so I, do you know that Irish Spring is a is it like a natural mosquito repellent? Wow. <laughs> okay, look it up. I don't get bit that much. There it's you the go. Irish Spring. Well, so I have a lot of sense memory with that. You know, he yeah. well because. It was his soap. And then when we went camping 2018, we were in an RV together for like two weeks. And so his the bar of soap was Irish Spring and, you know, it would smell up. So now. Great scent. A great scent. Love Irish Spring. It's so my dad. So anytime I smell it, I remember, you know, I think of my dad. And so for right after he died, I had to like hide. Like I couldn't even see the soap. You hid the Irish Spring and was, the James Taylor records. Yes. Got like it. It was too. It, <laughs> yeah. was, it was too much. Yeah. And now I've like the other night I was like. Let me and I used I specifically used some and and I was sad well, but it was different. I've noticed because I remember when, when when he did first pass. I mean it was ugh, I mean it was such a huge loss and you were obviously so affected. But even when we were talking on the podcast, like just seeing uh, how you've progressed in regards yeah. to his death and in regards to the the stages of grief and where you're at now, where. You, I don't know. You, you can almost. It's like a deeper reflection a on lighter. it. You can, you can joke a little bit about it. It's still obviously always going to affect you negatively, but it's you kind of see it more in the bigger. There's a people, telescope that's really putting things in perspective totally, for you. But well, it's, and people always say it's those things that you hear your whole life that like you don't really understand until it happens. You know, I always heard like, like it doesn't get easier. It just is different. Like you yeah. learn how to live with it, like that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. shit. And it's like, oh my god, that's so true. Like it doesn't get easier, but it's the way you like, however you cope, whatever if that's religion or whatever the fuck, like is help, like is how people grieve, I guess, and cope. Like I, the idea that like science and that we're all like we're so little, and like this was just one tiny ride of a lifetime millions of years of different rides like yeah he's probably oh god this was a funny thing okay so in the hospital right um so he was in icu for three days and um and when you're in icu there's like a little family there's a room dedicated just to like family you know Mm -hmm. um and it's right outside and um so in the hospital there anytime a baby is born there's like a little jingle that plays over the intercom it's like it's like a baby. Oh. Like what's a what's a baby nursery rhyme? Uh, Rockabye baby okay, on the right. treetop. So like, uh, do you know what, when you uh, said jingle? Do you know what I imagined? What I imagined <laughs> at like when you're at the bar and the bartender gets a good tip and they ring the bell. Yeah, <laughs> like just like every that, time there's a baby, they just ring the bell. Because no, I I thought that was incredible. There's a so little in the waiting room. There's like, a <laughs> and it's like yeah. real short. It's a little thing, and it's just an acknowledgement of a new baby was born. That's nice. It's so sweet. I have goosebumps thinking yeah. about it. But it was really funny because we when we knew my dad was dying, we were like, I said we had my sister and I had the, like the epiphany at the same time. We we're like, oh, like when he dies, like 
we hope there isn't a jingle. Yes, her death jingle. Well, no, not the, but not in those terms. Like that, he dies and he turned into the baby being born. Oh. And we were like, we were like making jokes. We we're like, because that's gonna be one angry baby. <laughs> like that's gonna be one real grumpy fucking baby. Reincarnation on the spot. On the spot reincarnation. We were like, oh, what if uh, there's a jingle right after he dies? We're like, oh man, we feel sorry for that family. Like that's, that's hilarious, gonna, right? So that's a thing, which is wild. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's all, it's, you know, he died right there. I didn't even realize that. There's so much, like, I, I'm like, I don't know. I forget that it happened in this house. Yeah. So the short of it is, and I'm just going to say it because I know how it feels. Like when somebody dies, I'm always interested. Like, I want to ask all the questions. How did they die? Did you know? Were they like, so I feel, but people are really sensitive around the topic. So people don't feel comfortable saying like, how did he die? And most people think COVID because it happened during a fucking pandemic. Um, so what it was, we still, it's kind of still undetermined. Uh, the short of it is my dad really didn't take care of himself. He was a heavy smoker, chain smoker, two packs a day smoker his whole life. Um, he always pushed himself. I never saw the man drink water. I would say, you got to drink water. He'd go, I have, I have had enough water today. Like, mind your business, you know. And I'd say, I didn't see you drink. And he'd be like, I drank seven cups of coffee today. How do you think coffee's made? That was his answer for mm. water, right? So, like, he just, he pushed the limits. Two pack life. a day, Two seven pa- coffees a day. And his whole thing was, like, I'm just going to live how I want to live. Yeah. And so, and we knew, you know, I spent my whole life one of the things that's so like incredible is the fact that I survived his death. Like I spent my whole life like worried about my dad dying. Like it yeah. would plagued me. Like, and I don't know why or where that came from. Well, probably the two packs a day. day. I mean, yeah, my dad yeah. was always, you know, I knew that he wasn't taking care of himself and both his parents died of lung cancer and they was very drawn out like cancer shit. And so, um, my whole life, I would. My sister and I both. We were uh, like anxious around. Oh God! If I got a random call in the middle of the night, is this the call? The call. The yeah. call. You know, am I gonna get mm-hmm. the call about my dad? Um, and so I was dreading this moment my whole life. I thought about it all my whole life. So the fact that like I'm here to like tell the tale, like I survived it. I survived it, which is wild. Like I just never. Anytime I would see somebody post about like losing a parent or something, like. I just my I the pit in my stomach would, was would be so intense and I would always think how did they do it like how yeah. are they doing this how are they breathing like how are yeah. they getting through I won't be able to do that like I just thought it was beyond me and so like the fact that like I I am okay I am here like is I mean it's just it's just wild that's fucking wow. crazy it's crazy like I'm here to tell the tale I'm okay you know like life yeah. goes on life yeah. goes on and so um it's just fucking weird anyway so he died I got okay. a goosebumpy thing yeah. going on over here so the short of how he died was still a hundred percent undetermined um we're my sister and I are pretty convinced that he had stage four lung cancer when he died um basically he got sick he started having a fever he had a fever for like three days um that didn't go away which then I rushed him to the ER he was admitted and then spent the following 30 days in the hospital um where it was 30 days huh 30 days yeah I guess it was yep so he was at JFK for 30 days and this is you know the hot my awareness of the hospitals for a whole nother fucking podcast but 
I my eyes are really wide open in regards to our healthcare system, how fucked up hospitals are. Oh yeah. Like it's so fucked up. The fact that it was so heartbreaking. I you know, thank God my dad had my sister and I like we were there every day. Aaron and I took notes. I mean, if if it weren't for my sister and I being the messengers, like he would he wouldn't have made it a couple days in the, yeah, that hospital because insane. because nobody's talking to each other. They're fuck ups left and right. No, like you hear about there's something called a patient advocate. And like so like I was like, what about people who don't have family like that? That person is just going to die because nobody's looking out for them. No one's catching the fuck ups. Yeah. And so like it's so eye opening and it's so fucking heartbreaking. And like, you know, we we shared a notes folder um, and we, everything was detailed. Any doctor that came in, we would ask how to spell it. What's going on? And we t- had notes. So we, you know, if it was my sister's day, she was, a- she would able- be able to get to the hospital, be caught up and then move forward. And thank God we did that because I mean, the amount of like, just fuck ups and miscommunications. I mean, so bad that this is just an example of how fucked up it is. So this is towards the end of his stay. This is probably week three. Um, that the end of week three, they did. They found you know he had a mass on his lung, and they need you know they wanted to biopsy it. Um, but he was too. He was so high risk that it was a decision. Ultimately, the head of the department of the surgical team or whatever. Let us know that um, <clears throat> I'm wrapping up. Is this too much? Oh, no, 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 no. It's not too much. I'm just, I always like to take a peek at the time. Where are we? We're at an hour 23. Cool. I'll just wrap up no, the no, desk. No, this is, this is, no, no, this has been. <laughs> okay, cool. By the way, thank you for talking about all this stuff. Hi, I'm just, I, yeah, I like to, no, I love talking about them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, even though this shit sucks, I don't know. It's also. I mean, I'm learning good stuff to know. by listening to it from you, though. And I, I'm going to let you yeah. say the story, but I remember right after your father passed away um it immediately like put things my in perspective in my head because my mom was sick at a similar time yeah and so like i'm just preparing myself i immediately went and got like a physical yeah like i'm like oh shit i really gotta start kind of like thinking about my own health and and i mean we all have to be i i fucking learned about that we have to we are our only advocates really Mm -hmm. and like nobody really gives a fuck and we put all of our trust into doctors and it's all fucking bullshit i'm here to say it's all bullshit amen like, we have to i mean and i this is this could get political i'm not interested i don't in know going why i there. said amen i just <laughs> i felt like i had, to yell, I had to yell something i said it with a lot of um yeah, i was like just behind yeah, you and i, I like a gospel yeah, yeah, yeah. um i it felt right for Thanks. me so I, I i it worked preach amen. it preach it <laughs> i love the like a black church oh no. Oh, a black uh, Baptist church. God, the music like, is so good. God, yeah. God. That's not how it is. Oh, if the mortician thing doesn't work out, you can be a <laughs> gospel Baptist leader. Gospel God, there's so much love in like a black church. Oh, love a black church. Oh, it's just like the energy is so intense. It's so good. Okay. Um, yeah, it's fucked up. We put all of our trust into people that like it. I, I'm going to sound like a conspiracy theorist and people are political. You we could go there and I'm up for the debate at some point. Not right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all minions under yeah. bu- it's all bullshit like literally we have to do, do the research 
learn about it, see what's best for you. You decide based on your knowledge, based on whatever the fuck, period. Do not yeah. listen to general things because everything is a fucking headline. Everything is a label and everyone is so blindly loyal and trusting to all of this horse shit that like Ooh. literally <laughs> everyone's just like, oh, well, they say it's a, okay. It's like, it's bullshit. They say we got to, you know, do you know the FDA approves it? The FDA wants your fucking money, dude. Ooh. Like, are you kidding me? The FDA does not give a fuck about me. <laughs> I know. Okay. So anyway. Well, this is why <laughs> yeah. also we talked last episode, my girlfriend Maddie is going to nursing school and what some of the stuff you're saying i mean she's seen some shit at the hospital she's like what the fuck and she genuinely cares so much and so like she's like i'm gonna go and i'm gonna be there i'm gonna do the fucking best best." and she would tell me she would come home and she'd be like brian if it wasn't for me actually caring about these fucking people like right it's a gotta have a heart there's gotta be a heart behind it but at the end of the day people need a job so not necessarily all of them are gonna have that heart that's gonna it's gonna take of course there's a well on the greater good right if we're looking at the spectrum of it yeah sure the greater good like more people than not you know survive when they get admitted to a hospital or are helped but that doesn't what about you know tom in in room three with no family and everyone's like oh well he died you know sepsis room three and all of the fucking nurses are ignoring it and the bell's going off for an hour i mean it's it is fucking devastating. But then there's also, Maddie, you're telling me about nightmare patients. There's where also nightmare there, patients. There would be patients though, that were like sick yeah. and dying and they wouldn't let yeah. black nurses in because they were complete racist bigots. And then the other people like, fuck her. Totally. I don't know. It's so weird. It's, it's a weird dynamic. Oh, it's really weird. Yeah. And also, I mean, we went through it in the hospital. My dad, um, you know, he's very um you know it's that like the baby boomers they all you know my dad is the farthest from racist or anything like that but you know you're taught you know like there's there are certain things he would say that right now especially in our climate which is so fucking under the microscope woke what we're so fucking woke (laughs) an asshole now i'm just so sick of everything so i'm not let's not get political but i kind of like this i mean i know yeah i'm just so over everyone i'm just so over everyone hopping on a bandwagon turning left oh we're hating this person today fuck you fuck (laughs) you and then oh did you see this oh all right everyone hop on this bus i hate you today fuck it's like god get a grip you fucking idiots get a life Go to fucking the beach. Go to church. I don't Go care. To therapy. Shut up. So anyway, um, it's yeah, it's just minions. Um, and I sound like a conspiracy theorist. I do. I, like it. I know I do. I like it. But you know, whatever. I just learned that so much in the hospital and do your homework is what you're saying. If you have a loved one, like study up, take care, be there and be there. Cause no, you, you can't depend on anyone except yourself and and hopefully your family. 1000%. Yeah. I mean, just to that point to wrap that up, I don't, God forbid my dad's legacy is that he's racist. (laughs) He's certainly not, but you know, there were things that he would say that were like, Ooh, we can't say, you know, little things like I didn't even know this one. He ref- he called. There was a young um, black man nurse, and my dad kept saying, "Young man, young man." And I didn't think twice about it. And Is my, that a thing, young my, man? My sister said when he left the room. My sister said, "Daddy, you can't say refer to him as young man." And my dad was like, "What are you talking about? That's not." I and Aaron, I, ex- I mean, it makes sense. I didn't think about it, but yeah. she was explaining the, th- the concept behind it, like. Saying young, it's already like a little bit like patronizing. Like it's already like young man. Like you're my 
do this for me. He's higher than you. Young, like it's, I mean, I'm probably not yeah. even explaining it properly, but anyway, little things like that, you have to be careful because ultimately your livelihood rests in these people's yeah. fucking hands. No, God forbid you piss off Nurse Susan. Oh. She, she has all the tools to yeah, kill she, you right now. Pull the plug right oh, there. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Take the oxygen <laughs> away. All of it. It's insane. So the biggest example for how fucked up it is, is he had, they found a mass on his lung. Um, they deter- Ultimately, it was... You know, let's see if this is cancerous or not. In order to do that, we need to biopsy it. Your dad is high risk. At this point, he was everything was falling apart. Here's here's what here's what I'll say quickly, because there's so much to this fucking story. My dad got the second vaccine. And two weeks to the day, he ended up in the hospital and his body started to shut down. That's what I'll put out there. Whoa. Yes. So. So you're you're thinking the vaccine might be the booster? Here's the thing. I'm vaccinated. Yes, I'm Okay. But I didn't want to be. The yeah. old, I, I certainly did not want to be. And especially after spending so much time in the with the me, in the medical field, I was like, all of this is bullshit. Why yeah. would I believe that this is for my good? I don't. I wow. don't. But I understand it's for well, the greater good. I'm also I, get that. I, I, I will say this. I am also vaccinated, but I am of the, uh, <laughs> and maybe this could be a, a fault of mine, but I'm just kind of like, whatever you, wh- what, what are we doing here? Well, we're getting the vaccine and the booster. So I got the booster. I the only, booster. the only reason I got the booster yeah. is because I was going to that the Jackass premiere you had to. movie, right? And I'm I thought that I would need it, so I'm like, oh, well, I guess in they LA want it. And also in Literally, like- whatever you want, just do the thing. Yep. Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, entertainment. I mean, and industry. They're well, very because you know. Well, union standards and all this shit. So you have to. So you can't put up a fight. And generally speak. I mean, anyway, corporations, it, you have to. Well, do you want to do you want to save your conspiracy theory I'm on, not a conspiracy the, on the vaccine I'm gonna, I'm gonna for the next save, episode? I'm gonna, yeah, but I'm just going to wrap up. OK, wrap it up because it's been an hour and a half. <clears throat> all right. Hugs. Now you're coming off too. unsensitive. I got a piss. We're almost there. OK. I mean, should you want you want to just because now is when people are going to hate you. Oh, what? no, no, no. <laughs> No, I don't want people to hate I know, me. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, I'm almost, I swear I'm okay, almost there. this is it. This should be like Jerry Springer final thought. Oh my God. Or no, but wrap up. So, and, okay, well, so the head of like the department was basically like, listen, in order to determine if he, if this is cancer, say it's a biopsy, your dad's very high risk. There's this percentage that he won't come out of the biopsy procedure. Um, you guys need to have a family discussion, see if this is worth it, blah, blah, blah. Ultimately, we decided, fuck it, let's do it. We got to find out, you know, we did a mm-hmm. lot of thinking, a lot of crying, a lot of what ifs, and then we ultimately were like, okay, let's do it. Um, <clears throat> we get to the hospital early the next morning to see him off and wait while he has this procedure, and the head of the floor, whatever, nurse comes in and says they canceled – um, your dad's biopsy, the head of surgical team or whatever, after reviewing your dad's stats and all this stuff, he has determined that your dad is too high risk to even get biopsied. Mm. So that shows how high risk he was. Wow, we yeah. came to terms yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, we yeah. said, let's risk it. And then they... So because of that, you don't listen. know. Okay. Well, so yes, we don't know. But also, yeah. <clears throat> they cancel it. Nurse leaves. I leave. Because it was Aaron's day, and they only let two of us in because of the high stakes. I leave because now he's not getting the procedure. Aaron then calls me in a fucking rage because 
a technician comes in, starts to take my dad's bed out of the room, unlocks the brakes, starts to take him away. Aaron was like, whoa, 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 what are you, what are you doing? And they're like, we're taking it. He's going to get biopsied. And Aaron goes, no, they canceled it this morning because he's too high risk. And the guy goes, what? Let me check the notes. Wow. He gets on his computer. There is no note that says it was canceled. It was a verbal cancel from the head surgeon who determined he was too high risk. My dad Jeez. would not make it through the procedure. That's why they canceled it. They never put it in the notes. The person who would have perform performed the biopsy isn't the person who determined he's too high risk to cancel it. It's another person. So my point is, had my sister not been there to be like, what are you doing? No, they canceled that. They would have taken him away and he may not have made it through that. Goodbye. Like, and so how much of that is happening? Yeah, how many years of how people's of lives happening? have been lost due to just Who negligence? Who fucking dying because of the negligence? It's so fucked, <sighs> so fucked, it's so fucked. So the moral is... If, be an advocate. If you have a loved one, be there and as much as you can look, and pay I attention. For, I had that passion of like, dude, I got, I feel like I have to be there for these people. I thought about going into nursing. I thought about all of this stuff and it's still not at the table, but I don't know if I have, it's, it's so fucked up. I, I should be a warrior, but I don't know if I have the, the it in me. It's so exhausting in terms of like, yeah. There's so much negligence. I can't be the savior to everybody. And yeah. I think that I would, it, I think it could kill me because I would, be, I would feel so sad that I wasn't able to help this person. And I, I helped that person, but I wasn't able to get to, mm -hmm. I don't know. So a lot of, you can, you know, all you can do is your best. Yeah. A lot of applause to Maddie for going that route. I mean, it's yeah, fucking yeah, a yeah. lot of, there's so like, her heart's in it. And I can tell, and that it's like, I, oh, you gotta yeah. go for that. You gotta go for yeah. where your heart's at. So, um, yeah, so so we never were able to tell if he did have lung cancer, but they can't go in after <clears throat> his death and check it. So they we could have done an autopsy, um, and now a year later, I kind of wish we did an autopsy. Why didn't you? Is it At the time, does it cost money? How does that well, work? Well, it's really expensive. One, okay. and then um, I, I've never even thought about that before. That like it's it, really expensive. Okay, yeah. and we had we spent a ton of money on the funeral. Yeah, um, which I'm glad we did because it, it was so good. Really good. Um, and they did a great job. Um, so you know, shout out to Audubon Quadabom Funeral Service. Woo woo! Seriously, they did a great job. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, and Megan's looking for a new career path. So if you are hiring, if you need a funeral, I could really run a funeral. Yeah. Wow. Um. So what was the question? Just autopsy, you could have oh, found yeah. out. We could have found out at the time it was expensive. Also, like, do you have a price? You've been um, through do, so do, much. Do. I want to say ten grand. Okay, yeah, that's a chunk. Uh, I mean, on top of literally oh, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. No, else, no, ten it's grand's insane. A lot of money. Um, and that's just a shot in the dark. But I think I'm in the wheelhouse. But, um, and you know, at the we were kind of like. I remember feeling like almost like I don't want to know. Yeah. Because there was so much unknowns during the time. Like, here's the reality. Like, we're we're in this pandemic. He got this vaccine. Here's what I'm 99% sure happened. I believe my dad had been living with cancer, lung cancer for a while. Um, he stopped going to the doctor. My After my parents divorced, he... You know, my mom kept him up to speed, for, made him go to the doctors, all of this and whatever. And my dad made the choice for whatever reason. He was a grown ass adult. You know, he made the choice to stop getting he stopped taking medications for certain mm -hmm. things. He didn't go to the doctor when he got sick and he had a fever. I had said, when was the last time you or it was like before like a week before he got sick, he was like, 
he was talking about I wasn't feeling well and, you know, his stomach was, you know, all this stuff. And I just said, maybe it's time for a physical. When was the last time you had a physical? And he was like, oh, about a year ago. And he really brushed that off. Mm-hmm. Cut to now it's day th- two of a f- high fever. And, you know, we're in the height of the pandemic. The vaccine had just come out. Mm-hmm. This was when my dad was at first round of 65 plus to get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. So he like he got it at a fucking church. Some volunteer gave him the shot. There was no questionnaire. There was Mm -hmm. no he sat in his little chair that he brought, waited outside. Yeah. You know, he because he knew he had COPD and he was like, I he was so scared of getting covid that he rushed to get the vaccine. And I believe that. Uh. He had stage four lung cancer and COPD had been living with. And had he been going to the doctor and he asked about the vaccine, a doctor would have said with the information from, you know, tests and shit, you're you you aren't a candidate for the vaccine because your your body can't handle it. Right. Which so, that that was a that was a thing that happened a that lot. That was a thing. So and you think so, it's so you think it's possible that the vaccine or boost or whatever could have fast forwarded the sicknesses because yes. yes. he for was better or for worse and yeah. like you know I've made peace with it now and like there's good things to it, you know, too. Like not good, but just you know, my dad didn't want to suffer. He was a very bold, stubborn person. He would have hated not being able to build shit and smoke right. and be bedridden. Absolutely fucking not. Mm-hmm. So much so, in fact, that like when he was in, you know, he chose to die. They said we could do. Sorry, I need five more five more minutes. No, I feel, fine. feel a little stressed. No, 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 okay, I just need this. I want to wrap. I don't want to. Oh, no, 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 wrap it up. It's all good. I don't I'm wanna, sorry I even No, said you're fine. I just don't want every episode to be about my dad's death story. Well, let's, yeah, this is it. So you I just want it to be done here. Yes. And like, you know, of course it'll come up. But like, I just want to wrap it up here. Okay. Um, so, um, so yeah, so he, I believe that he, had he been going to the doctor, a doctor would have said you can't handle it your body won't be able to handle it. And so ultimately later when he, we were told he was dying and everything was, you know, a doctor explained it to me. Like he he ran out of hands. Like she was like, your dad, you know, he had emphysema, COPD and you know, he was on, everything was happening one after another. It was like a domino effect. Like he, he was on, blood thinners because of whatever but then because of that it was causing inflammation whatever and then this it was like one thing after another and like he he just he you know his body had to overcompensate because already because he had COPD so like any any sickness in addition to that is too much for the there's only so many yeah, hands you have yeah, yeah, yeah. you know there's only you there's only so much so like something like the vaccine, his body just couldn't handle it. And that's what I'm pretty convinced of. Like, but you're also now convinced that maybe that was a weird blessing in disguise because you don't think your dad would want to suffer and be living if he was yeah, not able I to mean, do his day to day. Yeah. I mean, look, I have to make, again, I have to make peace with it. And so, yes, there is that to it again, just to, he was then okay, so he was then rushed to the ICU, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and some doctor who wasn't familiar with his case did like an overview, took one look, and then came. My Aaron and I were in the hallway, and he came up to us and he was like, "Okay, so here's the deal." He goes, "So considering your dad has stage four lung cancer," and we go, "Wait, what?" And he goes, "Oh, wait, you don't know?" And we were like, 
No, I mean, well, he had a mask on it. And we, you know, we've been there for 30. So, so many things have happened over the course of 30 days. All of these different mm-hmm. procedures, draining of the lungs, all this fucking shit. So we're like, well, we know he had a mask on his lungs, but the, we couldn't biopsy it because he was too high risk. And he goes, okay, okay. So you don't, he goes, okay, here's the thing. And thank God for this guy. He gave me a lot of peace of mind. He said, technically, I can't say that your dad had stage four lung cancer because without a biopsy, you can't confirm that. You just can't. But what I will say is your dad had stage four lung cancer. And he was like, I've been doing this a long time. And he took, he's like, I took one look. There's, he's, and so that's, and he, you know, mm. we're like, okay. And he goes, so look, he goes, your, your dad, he goes, it's looking grim. He goes, if I were you, I would contact the people if they want to see him. Um, your dad is dying. And thank God for him because so many people were blowing smoke up our fucking asses for 30 days. Mm-hmm. We had this false hope. I mean, had these fucking different departments talked to each other? I mean, everything was so, uh, you know, a cardiologist would come in and go, well, from a cardiologist standpoint, he's looking good. He's improving from a whatever. He's looking good. It's like, dude, if you just communicated, he's not improving. Like everything is falling apart. So he says, look, we could do, we can still try and fight. We could do, because then he was going into heart failure at this moment. Mm -hmm. Um, He's like, we could do a uh, procedure where they put some valve or something in his heart. He goes, so that's, he goes, that would be the first of many, many surgeries. So we could do that and start there. But I'm telling you, your dad's state, he wouldn't come out of that with, at the best case scenario, he would have to be on a ventilator. And once you're on a ventilator, it's downhill. Yeah. He goes, so that's, you have two routes. He goes on his own terms or he fights and, you know, quality of life, whatever. So we both, I can't even believe I got through it. You know, we buckled up and we walked in with the doctor and, you know, my dad was faced with this and it just broke my heart. Like, but also like he really like made the decision very quickly, which is also reassuring. It's weird. He was, the doctor was like, okay, so this or this. And he goes, he goes, all right, that's it. Let's, let's time is up. Your dad said yeah, that? Yeah, he goes, time is up. And we're like, and I Whoa. thought, however he phrased it, I I thought he wanted to fight. And I was like, okay, so we're going to, and my sister goes, okay. So, and then I was like, wait, what? And then Aaron's like, and then the doctors all send in the hospice team. And my dad was like, okay. And so then after that conversation, it was just deal, understanding that we're now, my dad's dying and like, so it fucking sucks. Good thing is, is he, you know, like he had like, um, it's so weird. Death is so fucking weird. People are like, oh, he was so lucky. What a great, you had such, what a great experience. Like you, how lucky for you and for him, you knew he was dying. You spent all that time with him. You got to say the things you wanted to say to him. Like not a lot of people get that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I guess the grass is always greener. Cause then I think like, I almost wish he was in some crazy car accident and it was out like a light. Yeah. Because like for me, the saddest part about all of this is, is him worried about death? Like, like was he scared? Like that's what makes me sad. Is that part of why you think you would rather have had him go in a car accident because you think that's what maybe he would have wanted just an instantaneous departure from this world? I don't know what I think that like it saves 
I don't know. Can you imagine? Like, you know, you're dying. What is that? It's like, no, what's going I would on? love. I was thinking All about it today. It. I, I was thinking about it today. How like for what's whatever the reason I, was that, I would love a snap of the finger death. I think you don't know about Out. it. Goodbye. Out, goodbye. You don't know about it. And yeah, that's that's the thing. And that wasn't that thought also helped me in grieving because it's so what I am so sad about or, you know, of course, I miss him and things like that. But also like the thought of him suffering, like when I think of when he was really sick before we knew he was dying and like like that, like he was having a hard time breathing and him suffocating and playing like that, you know, and that is awful. And then and then the thought that he was having to grapple with this next phase of life, which is death. And like, what is like the thought of him being worried is the thing that makes me the saddest. Yeah. So the idea of some tragic accident, you know, but he didn't, but, but in the scheme of things, I mean, some people, right. It takes them years of like, they die for years almost. So the course of a month, yeah, grass is always greener. I mean, and, and he got to, I feel death like, is never going to be an ideal situation. Right. It, 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 Death no sucks. But he, yeah, he got to say everything. He So this is cool. This is, we are getting to the Jerry Springer last end. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're stressing out. I just have to pee so bad, but okay. I don't want to like we're go good, pee. We're right I, at the yeah. tail end. Mm-hmm. So um, he, my dad grew up with like a bunch of his cousins, like a group of like seven boys that ultimately were, th- were his brothers. All of them, the McGee's, they all drove up and to see him when he was in ICU. And so my dad got to like he ever people went in one by one to like see him before because the plan was we're gonna do hospice at home so you know they're gonna transfer him here and then blah 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 which ended up happening and blah 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 but everyone went to ICU and it was so funny because like every like the first person who went in they're like these big macho men you know and we're like waiting in that family waiting room and we're like, oh God, we're imagining that they're going to co- they're going to come out one by one, like uh, sad. You know, it's like, this is the last time I'm seeing Eddie. Like, mm-hmm. of course that they're going to come out crying in every one of them. It was so fun. Everyone came out like they were enlightened. Like they like literally walked out of That's a room amazing. and they were like, all right, okay. Like a big smile and feeling really confident. All right, who's next? And Aaron and I were like, what? And then every one of them, one by one, were like, all right, cool, cool. Like everyone, it was like they did ayahuasca in that room for a minute and came out with like a new sense of like identity. That's amazing. So it's so funny because to this day, we're like, what did he say in there? Like, what the fuck was he saying? And my mom is so funny because she's like, are you kidding me? He was, he's lived for this shit. Knowing that this is his last words. And he gets to get let, send everyone off with this bit of knowledge. Yeah. She was like, this is the shit he was living for. Are you kidding me? He got That's to go funny. out giving everyone advice. Yeah. And everyone's like, you know, walking away going, that Eddie. Because he they and all those boys also thought of him as so smart. They were like his younger brothers. So everyone looked up to him. Oh, Eddie's so smart. He's blah, blah. So like he really. So that It really did seem though as your dad was full of wisdom though. And it's one thing to, to have wisdom and share it, but when you know that you're going to pass, there's no reason to be anything but the truth at that moment. And so he was probably saying some like real stuff. Like, yeah, I'm a big fan of a uh, stand-up comic Bill Hicks and the last year of his career, he knew he was going to die of cancer. Yeah. And his best comedy he ever did by far was that last year. Cause he had nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah pretty wild so so that's i love to hear that yeah I, I know it's wild 
I'm not. A, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I just want to say that. Oh, I see. I, I no, believe, no, no. It's fine. I believe in do you whatever you feel is best for you. Did you watch that in. Joe List bit that I sent on masks? I know I didn't watch it. Oh my god, the bit is, is so it? funny. Like, I'll try to do it. Just do a wrap up. Uh, so, so Love he's it. like, and because because it was exactly my stance on mask. Yeah, he was he was just like, uh, my stance on mask is I'll do whatever you want me to do during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I would go uh, hang out with my liberal friends. I'll wear a mask. Be like. Wow, can you believe these asshole conservatives not wearing masks? These pieces of shit. And then a few minutes later, I go hang out with my conservative friends, not wearing masks. Be like, you see these liberal cuck sheep wearing masks over there? Yeah. These so like literally, I'm, my whole stance is like, whatever you want me to, I don't fuck it. Yeah, I, I don't want to be an asshole. Whatever you want me to do, totally. I am, I'll I, do the thing. I'm there too. I'm the same. And then he's like, my opinion is whatever yours is. Yeah. In that moment, I'm just, I just want to get along. Yeah. And like, so those adverse, I just want to put it out there for the people that. I learned real quickly. So after he died, you know, everyone's still on their political fucking warriors of like, fuck you people who don't want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. And, you know, I got for I started to get into it with somebody on social media because they posted this thing basically saying anyone who's against it, fuck you. And I said, look, it's not that black and white. There's a every everything is in a gray area. And I don't th- like and he like sh- was shutting me down and I was like, don't you see uh. what you're doing? I was like, I'm trying to tell you my ex- well, very you- real experience yeah. with this vaccine and my dad. Not this is my experience is not everybody's. No, it is not that I but my experience did happen. Yeah. So like whatever, however you want to place it. Well, that's what Facebook's doing. The algorithm right. is set so you will disagree and get more clicks and more engagement and cause more chaos because yeah. at the end of the day, it makes money. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, so I, I'm not like picking any stance. I'm just saying, and I think it's important to say, you know, I had the those adverse side effects that you hear about. That's what happened to my dad. Yeah. I don't think it was a vaccine. I don't think he was well enough to get the vaccine. And I, that's what I believe. It, that's fair. Now when You're you get, allowed to believe Now that. when you get vaccinated, you have a questionnaire. And and when I had to do that questionnaire before getting vaxxed, every single question happened to my dad. It was like, have you ever had blood clots? Have you ever had paralysis? Whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of it. And no, so that's, yeah. it's just like whatever it's so, certainly possible for, for the people out there that are listening and you're having this experience like that it don't don't fucking i just feel like there's such a our culture right now is so fucked up that you can't even i can't even talk about oh this there's so many opinions i have that i don't even share yes. because i don't want to even you don't want to be deal with the, feel the backlash of on either side of the political spectrum there's assholes everywhere totally surrounded I, by assholes some good people yeah a lot of assholes yeah but so that anyway that was my experience well and if anyone has questions about it like whatever because i did not feel supported when i had this opinion of something very real i was going through and that sucks i know i think it's so, i uh, we talked about it i remember you said and i'm like megan yeah you're i to yeah. each their own totally. i'm very That's like it. That's it. Teach their fucking own. Mind your business. <sighs> there it is. All right. It's out. I, I, oh, it's out. I got a piece so bad. Can I have a hug? Now I love we you. Can move forward. I love you. I love you. I love your dad, even though I didn't know him that well, but I just know he was an amazing man. I heard all the stories told, and I did meet him a couple times, and you could tell that he had a light to him that not many people have. Yeah, and he's fucking somewhere. At some point, we'll talk about some shit. It's probably right. on, he, he's on Pluto right now, right next to the sun. Yeah, all right, I'm gonna pee. I love you. Love you, hugs. And uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. And uh, we'll see you next week.
เนี่ย